Detroit Riffin is filming from a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pleasure. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip my dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put a bit of scuzz. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I am confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, yeah, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is April 23rd, 2012, episode 58. It is time to riff the fuck on uh, here on America's second favorite podcast, Straight Goddamn Riffin'. I'm your host, Reverend Mitch, and uh, with me, as always, is the difficult brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy. TMI Tutson, how the fuck are you, senor? Oh, feeling real good. Deuces wild. America's number two. Asian of chaos on the loose. Fucking Heath Ledger Joker style. Run, tell that bitches about to blow the whole hospital up. Watch yourself, Gotham Memorial. Almost no part of that made <laughs> any sense at any time. Uh, but that's quite all right. Riffopolis, like you feel uh, me. You feel uh, me, Riffopolis. I'm also going to introduce our guest this evening, Mr. Richard yeah. bah, bah. Oh, shit. Man. Everybody on the couch, Mitch. I tell you, listen, Richard, I always say, Mitch, everybody on the couch knows something about being black. <laughs> and you might have set the new record for uh, non-black blackness on the couch. Real talk, son. I mean, that was, he came out the gate was, with the yeah. bumble clot. <laughs> but uh, original roar, boy. Everything that sound killer, man. But but roll the boat, roll the boat. Richard Bain. I had you a, motherfucker. I had a, yeah, you don't know uh, nothing about that, Mitch. I had oh, a, man. a, a uh, oh, shit, substitute around. teacher in school who uh, was Jamaican. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she would call us princes and princesses. Prince. Yeah, instead of, <laughs> instead of like Mr. Bane, she'd be like Prince Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got out of line where you blood clot What grade was this? Uh, all through high school. Oh, so high school. Yeah. That's fucking great. Uh, so you, was, you were old enough to really appreciate oh, what was I, happening. I bought weed from her sons like oh, all the yes. time. <laughs> did they? Did, did he call you Prince Bane? No, he called me Shit, get I'm out of my brown. fucking way. <laughs> he called me white boy. Uh, no, they were, uh. Um, Maybe a prince to hey, my mom. where are the white women at? <laughs> no, they I were, gotcha, they were in a Rasta group called Original Gullimon Billionaires, OGMB. Oh my goodness. You to... really did hang Man. out and buy weed from Jamaicans back in the day. You are legit. <laughs> Bitch, this is a, this uh, is a got to be a straight ripping record for you. fucking blackness right now. Oh, you, you talk about them Jamaicans? Yeah. Yeah. You mean the Ross Fires used to buy dime bags yeah. from back in the day? Pulling up an MVP's back. Used to buy a Beatty Man cassette tapes from? Yeah. 
Yeah, they you were. You don't know nothing, Mitch. They, Man, they, I'm they telling you. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> just I look, gets in, starts rolling a joint, wait, bop, bop into the microphone, starts off with the Jamaican <laughs> story. Man, I can, like, I mean, I'm the second blackest person on the couch right now. This yeah. never happened. Suddenly, been, like, we, you got to switch yeah, places right? or something up in here. Yeah, I got to like pull out a fucking piece and the shit. Yeah. Would you like, feel free to just uh, kick out your legs and take over the black yeah, couch? Only I think I get shit. more black right now. So I just like convert to the nation of Islam and like pull out a Farrakhan <laughs> <laughs> by the way, um, this podcast is run by the white devil. Yeah, right. Oh my God, Jesus. You call me Malik Alwaf Shabazz for the rest of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> is that what was that? Would that be your uh, nation Islam name? I mean, I would certainly consider it. it Shabazz is a pretty Shabazz good name. would definitely be my last name. For a good sure. way to go. Malik Shabazz. is a real, I probably would go something Malik Shabazz. Do you know what I mean? I would need like. Uh, I, th- I like starting off with the Malik. Uh, you need a space between Malik and Shabazz. Malik so. something Shabazz. Yeah. What's good? We could turn to the Bumble Clots. We turn to Prince Ben. <laughs> Wait, how did the rest like so the, whole, Malik the whole class got Prince maybe. Princess for everybody? So like, how did they? Re- it was this is a regular teacher or a substitute? A substitute, a substitute. fucking yeah. substitutes are the best. Yeah, you know what? That's the one thing that I do miss about school, like the the elementary through high school, is fucking just eccentric substitute teachers. Yeah. Because they just yeah. had a gang of those people throughout yeah. their whole run and they were just the best. And you just, like, <laughs> now in retrospect, I'm like, what did you do as an like adult? And, and, no, and how, like, how did how you did end you, up in And here? they were always old. Yeah. They were always, like, like, like middle-aged. And, like, some of them were retired teachers and you go, how did you get right. all the way to retirement right. being as crazy as fuck yeah, as like, you How are. did they let you back in. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were like, all right, you've yeah. served your time. You can, like, you can go Jamaica, now. Like, what did you know about this Jamaican? You bought weed from the sun. So, like, I, you she had, had like some... three sons and oh. they were all like really like Jamaican. Like, by the way, I, I don't want to cut you off, but you can, you can lean back, lean get comfortable okay. and Sorry, pull I'm... the shit close. And no, I, son, let I feel he, bad because you're like on the edge. That's like... how you know the Jamaican story is going to be real good. He's been on the edge Hold of the seat. Let me fix him up. Let me, let me roll the joint and sit on the edge and tell you about these fucking Jamaicans. Right now. Hey, okay. You're good. Hey. Is that how you want to sit? Uh, um, yeah, I, I mean, guess. Prince Mazzoni. This, you're, you're good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Does it sound okay? No, it's like it's good, man. Let the man, let the man relax. Sorry, I I always do this with microphones. I'm always like, what do they do at sandals? <laughs> Uh, I didn't want the dude. I didn't want him like sitting like this all, all like oh. like leaning okay, forward. Like, like, so uh, so you know, back to the Jamaica. Yeah, back to Jamaica. Blouse and skirts. <laughs> The body boy go pee pee in his panties. I'll tell you something. You may have been late, but and you were right like on this. time. <laughs> and to eat the poo poo. <laughs> That's not even Jamaican. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm just thinking of that. That's fucking phenomenal. That's okay. So, but th- that's like my only experience with any like real Jamaican people. Yeah. Like, but you certainly made up for all the the lost time. Yeah. Though, I feel no, like. that's not yeah, true. I just Teddy's take Jamaican, like so I do trace my got... bloodline back to Jamaica. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where at. Like that's one of those things. I guess like if I get famous enough in NBC, is still running that dumbass show that they had like Sarah Jessica Parker on, where they trace people's roots from. I could get on that jump. Well, that yeah, was just something they did on what's his name's show. No, it was NBC had no, a fucking a real show. show. They NBC have a had a show. It was like, where did I come from, or something mm-hmm. like that. And there's a bunch of celebrities finding out. They're like, oh my god, you mean that? Like, I was a slave back in the day. You like, get off my screen. <laughs> and that was Sarah Jessica Parker's right? like, episode. Get off my screen, <laughs> she bitch. Said that she was a slave back in the day. Like, well, her oh, great great like, horse yeah. father was right. a. a <laughs> 
We're putting great, great horse fathers on the board. By all means. Great, great horse fathers going on the board. Uh, but no, I'm serious. Like, that's the, like, it was like NBC presents Ancestry.com presents where yeah, am I Meanwhile, from? the people who can afford Ancestry.com services the most are not the people you should be giving it to for free. Right. Right. This goes back to that same thing of like, uh, uh, there's a, a lot of times when you're selling a service that costs a shitload of money, you go to the people who could, you know, they, they could give it the most publicity and you give it to them for free. Yeah. You're like, hey, fuck you. They can already, like, why are you charging? Dude, well, Perfect example is uh, Ustream here on Ustream. Like, uh, it's uh, $1,000 a month to go premium, but uh, the top, like, 10 Ustreamers are using it free. Meanwhile, I got to pay a thousand dollars a month for it. I'm not, by the way. I'm doing the. I'm using the free <laughs> shit. You, we about to storm no, your man. castle, son. <laughs> I do yeah, not get real black in this bitch. We're gonna show you real black. I'm hey, gonna, I'm just gonna buy my own live server up. and do it that way because it's actually cheaper that way, well, and I, there won't be any. It's ads, funny so you guys, say that. You know. I just did a, a comedy festival, and I'm you know I'm like a no name in the festival. I'm lucky to be in it. But there was some like huge names like Janine Garofalo right. and uh, Todd Berry. And I was listening to him backstage talking. I wasn't talking to him because I'm, they yeah. don't know who the fuck yeah, I right. am. Yeah, you're just creeping in the I was no, creeping in the conversation. Shadows. Exactly. In shadows. And uh, I'm listening to him go, oh, yeah, they gave me like $100 per diem today to like take cabs around and shit. Meanwhile, it's like they're fucking. They don't need money for. Meanwhile, I'm like running forty blocks to make a fucking show because I have no money to right, right. take a cab. You know? That's that no per diem. That's basically your registration fee is their per diem. Yeah, essentially, yeah. exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. like four, four days of registration fees. You know, <laughs> you and like everybody that you were fucking sitting at the bus stop with <laughs> is that's their per diem. Did they? Did you have to pay a registration fee for it? Uh. Everyone else did. I knew the guy running it, so ah, I got in for free. What festival was this? I've it still never been to one of those. So. the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in okay. Portland, Oregon. Ah, yeah, when he called, I see Portland pop up. I was like, I know who that is. P-Town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> PDX. See, Mitch, you don't... What the... You, what you I mean, rub do? it in. I mean, do? whatever, motherfucker. Just rub it in. <laughs> go do it. I'm not the one rubbing it in, bro. He the one rubbing <laughs> it in. I'm kicking Wait, rubbing, what, rubbing what in? Is it... This, uh... The, how how black much it black, you belong black, black. on the couch black, and black, I don't... Black and black. Black and black, black, black. Uh, well, that, that makes the great black, dynamic. Since we started this podcast, I have not been black on my black. own couch. Black What's up with the bottom? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Good point. I, I actually hadn't even set it up yet. It's okay. Don't worry uh, about it. Uh, give black, me just a second. So black people do over here. And, uh, <laughs> there we go. It's or a sore, sore spot for, for Mitch to know that uh, for a, a, nah, a, a locked-in interval uh, every week, he is permanently barred from a certain portion of his own <laughs> Because you're like... For what uh, he would declare as a uh, seemingly arbitrary standard that he can never fully attain, and yeah. to which I call the point. You're not into rap music is like kind of the gist of it, right? It's Mitch, not just should, that. You it's, should, it's a lot more. This is a good time to tell him about the <laughs> iTunes debacle that you've experienced. Thanks when I synced my phone, when I got the update. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've never discussed that on the podcast. Have we never discussed it? <laughs> no, no, this never is have. a great time to mention uh, that. Then. Okay, so you know what's actually well done, I, I may have mentioned on the air uh, the weird thing that happened, but right. I never explained we never, it. We never, I never, I never, I never okay. Okay. So, so the Riffopolis, Riffolonians so, who've been uh, waiting for the mystery. Here you go. 
solved, lost. Out. A few months ago, I uh, <laughs> I was driving. What I what I do is I I sync just my like top four star, five star songs to my to my iPod, my old iPod or my old iPhone rather. So it's not uh, it doesn't hold much, you know. So I'm like, I don't want to fill the bitch up, you know. I only got 32 gigs to work with. Not enough for my whole library. So I'll, I'll just sync the ones that I'm digging on right now, whatever. And um, I'm driving around, and all of a sudden, some fucking rap song comes on. And I'm like, <laughs> not like, not Eminem, basically. It's, it's about all I can say. It's not Eminem, no. and it's not Wu-Tang. That's what I know. Or Jay-Z. Those are the three that I, I'll That's stick to. That's a safe to. house right there. Yeah, yeah. My wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> even I'll even go like any NWA, because I kind of grew up on Baha that. Man. So No, no. <laughs> I don't care who let the dogs out. Um, Damn right you do. No, never have. Right. Just don't let them out. You're I don't right. let them run them run amok. You're a terrible dog owner. Anyway, <clears throat> so uh, uh, I'm very confused by this, and I was like, okay, that's that's weird. Thought kind of nothing else of it, and then I'm sitting at home one night, and uh, I'm just my playlist is just going, and uh, Drake comes on. I'd never <laughs> heard Drake before in my life. I just was like, what? This is also, this is definitely like, imagine, not like, mine. Imagine Mitch as right. he sits before yeah. you, just like in this place as you're sitting in, and just Drake comes over to fucking speak. <laughs> just system. doing, just, and just like confused. Singing it out, like, and then all of a sudden, like, Drake happens. Confused, right? like just a white dude in his old home, like I'm comfortable, <laughs> I block them all out. And then, <laughs> I like this, this notion that I'm like, well, I'm safe from all the black, black folks yeah, like, out there. A little blackity black it's safe to just not sit inside and be People, their like, culture. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, say, oh, okay. Good. The apartment is suitably white. Yeah, I can right, get right. back to being white again. I've got my everyone loves Raymond yeah. quilts out. <laughs> Quick, put on some Frasier. All the blacks are gone and their culture is hidden from my white view. Yeah, I've got my Cheers mug that I'm drinking out of. <laughs> so what, you, you uh, heard the Drake so, song? So I, I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird, whatever. And I look at my playlist and I'm like, I mean, it's in my playlist, even rated highly. And I was like, this is, it's got proper tags and everything which i mean i i'm i'm anal about tagging everything and make sure that like artists is this is all there and i'm like i mean i sometimes i have i have some songs in my playlist it's like some chick wanted to hear it i'm like fine i'll fucking grab that for you and shaggy you know, that'll just happen <laughs> <laughs> that'll just end up in my playlist uh so i i was like no i would have known if 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 some chick like asked for drake i'd have been like yeah whoever that is you know whatever and um, so, so it, it confused me because I had had a, a maybe a month two prior to that, a girl had come over and and stayed the night. It was a first date kind of thing, and I was just too drunk to do Say anything. No I was drink. just like, hey. No, no. Hey, I guess, hey, baby, I guess apparently. Oh, uh, girl, you know when I drink tequila, I put on whatever you want. <laughs> oh man, I haven't heard some good Drake in a while. What's that one that's, you know, that one, that one, I love that one. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to throw my bra in your face right now. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so when I woke up the next morning, she'd made her half of the bed and was just sitting there on top of the oh, bed. This took a real song. And I was time. like, I was like, this is, this is extremely odd. And uh, I got up and that's when I was like, a part of me was, it was, she had to go. She was like, I, I have to go. You have to let me out of the gate. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm like, I'm thinking back to the story we told about a year ago about the uh, guy who posted on Craigslist about he had a one night stand. He woke up and his girl was at his computer, pulled a flash drive out of his computer and shoved it up in her vagina and walked out. And he was just flabbergasted, had no time to say anything. He was just like, why? Um, what did you what? 
So that was going through my head all of a sudden. As well it should. What so the fuck? Yeah. Well, she, we'll yeah. get to that in a moment. As well um, it should. Uh, so, so I'm, I, uh, she goes to the bathroom while she's in the bathroom. I'm quickly running around, like checking, okay, laptop's still here. Uh, computer's still here. I'm not missing any of my little USB flash drives. I check, I quickly check the browser history. Nothing's different. All five of my browsers have pristine history. I'm like, but then, uh, okay. So this, this all comes rushing back to me when the Drake song pops up. And I'm like, did somebody just sit there and like, I'm fucking... I'm a torrent some shit. So I'm checking now. I'm checking my torrent history to go like, did they download? And I'm fucking, <laughs> this is a mystery for some months. This, and I tell Teddy about it. I said, I don't know what all and of a sudden. Every time he told me, I would just, I would like cackle in his face. <laughs> He'd be like driving in the car. And I'd just be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. We got you, baby. We in the inside. Yeah. Inside job. I'm doing and of course, <laughs> Of course, the woman in question has to be watching the podcast to, yeah. to text me and go, you're talking about me. And I was like, well, I mean, listen. Shout out to the dame in the just shadow. Saying the shit, just saying the shit happens. Just telling you, you what happens. You better not stole nothing. We going to come for you. So so Teddy's laughing his tits off that my computer is possessed by rap rapper that just download themselves, apparently. Black people. Uh, yes, black folks and their black music. Negroids. Um, <laughs> Negroids is still my favorite. Uh, although it does make me wonder because it seems like Negroids would be far more offensive than nigger. Oh, definitely more offensive, bro. Right? That real technical clinicalness. To yeah. It. Do you remember? That's, the, that's a scientist sits <laughs> yeah. down and goes, "Let me tell you about the Negroids." Yeah, you go, like, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute!" Now you're getting scientific. Do you remember that movie Tales from the Hood? Yes. You remember the guy would call those little things nigglets? I do not. Do not I remember not. that part. Like, I, I didn't see the movie. I know what you're talking about. That was, I think, wasn't they were wasn't little Snoop Dogg uh, in that? No, that was Bones. But maybe he was in that one too. But he, I feel like it. Snoop Dogg was in a run of bad hood yeah. horror movies. He was he, also in a bunch of. He uh, had one he where he was like porn the, company for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you remember that? Snoop, yeah, Snoop's got his hand in everything, man. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was. Uh, like the Freddy Cougar Jason. Yeah. You can just smoke that. You don't need to just keep lighting it in yeah, your hand. Man, just, I mean, it's, yeah, let's go it's to fine. Town. We also have a riffing pipe here that yeah, gives he you knows. a mustache. Yeah, right. All right, all right, all right. But no, so, so you, you. Oh, were. right. So, uh, I don't know how it even came to me. Just suddenly one day I remembered that, uh, when I had given Teddy my old iPhone 4, uh, we had to sync it up, uh, sync up his 3GS to, to, uh, transfer over some shit. Or I think you had the tr- 3G. Whatever it was, I had to transfer over the shit from that one to the new one and blank out everything and blah, blah. And it then occurred to me, that's where all this fucking music came from. It's probably uh, when I synced it, my <laughs> library was like, we don't have all these great songs. We should pull them off you of know what? You know what? Phone. I'm missing all of the young Jeezy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I Put need? That. Put that right next to the Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You know what I don't have enough of right now? I don't have enough of that uh, De La Soul. I'm really confused. Uh, though I will say there's a couple times that like songs that come on, uh, sometimes black music, sometimes not, that I'm like, this is a good track. And I'm like, good on you, Teddy, because he's got a lot of white. Uh, uh, last night, Florence and the Machine came on, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to download all those albums because I mean to check that I'm out. I'm real eclectic, baby. You that, know what that, I mean? uh, the twinkle, water, twinkle. something about the water. Oh, oh, uh. It's a real good song, but, uh, I like that. And then there was one, uh, it was a black singer, 
Something about give me a dollar. Oh, Allo Allo uh, Black. I that's a, a good, dollar. I dig that song. Yo, that's the jam, son. Can, a good we, song. can we play a little Allo Black yeah, right yeah, now? The it. world needs to hear Allo Black. Yeah, that's yeah. like the American anthem. I need a dollar. Dollars is what I need. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Everybody's sampling that now. Oh, bro. Like in commercials, yeah. I've seen that. I can yo, see that. Allo Black. So, and I mean, it's, it's the yo, song for the new economy. You know, right my, there. I love his cover for this shit. Is like for the single is like him in a white suit by a tree, and he's just like it's that image of like. I'm a black dude who spent all my money on the suit. The, the only for the problem co- for the cover shoot right now, do you know what I mean? It's it does make me that. it does make me wonder though, like if my dad were to hear that song, like the 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 time that a racist old white guy would have by listening to a yeah. song about a black guy just going, "Hey man, you got a you got a dollar? I need a dollar. I need well, a, do- a dollar is what I need." It, <laughs> it's good. It's good jam. I dig it. I dig it. It's very I dig that. I dig that. the hey hey bro. That's that real old school vibe. Yeah, like old a, school. Yeah. Totally. It. Yeah, it's got shit. that. It's got a real. It, it did have a nice soul feeling to it. It invokes a lot of uh, uh, Marvin Gaye inner city blues. It's like a it's like an updated, less somber version of it. You know what I mean? Like if you like set Marvin Gaye's inner city blues is like an up tempo. Real like with a hook, it's like yeah, a like, motherfucker, right? Like inner city blues has like no hook. Like makes me want to holler is not a hook. That right. is heroin. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not. Now was it? Uh, it, it is. Is it Marvin Gaye? I think it's Marvin Gaye. I'm thinking of who was like paranoid of photos because he thought it cashed a part of your soul. I don't know that right? Rivopolis. That's a, it's return same... to you. <laughs> it's I know it looks weird. It's either Marvin like, Gaye. Like I'm speaking to like an ethereal balcony right. It now. might be Miles Davis. It's one of the two. Uh, I know I one of them had uh, grits thrown on his back. That's Al Green. Okay, yeah. It was Al Green who like had one of his the women that he was with. He came home one night before he did the whole Reverend conversion, and he had been fucking around, and she was making hot grits, and she just threw all them grits on him and just burned the fuck out of him, bro. Yeah, like third I mean, degree you get burns. Burn, yeah, I mean like you get hot grits <laughs> on you, son. Just get the fuck up, dude. I'm surprised. It could alive. be worse. Like the oil will like see get into your skin, so it's it could be even worse than a fucking. An actual flame. You, know? you can't just get grits out. I mean, you can't like scrape grits off you. Oh, that's that a terrible hurt. burn. Yeah. And a whole pot. Like you don't make a few grits. Right. The other thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. no one's like, I'm gonna make it's a handful running of grits. down your back. Right. <laughs> no one's like, I'm gonna make a handful of grits. You like, I'm gonna find the biggest fucking pot in the house. <laughs> just make grits for like two weeks. Yeah. And if you got that shit thrown at you, oh my god. See, I grew up in North Carolina. And North Kakalaki. Kakalaki. Pity Pop. Take your Ooh. shirt off. You know Ooh, what I mean? I have no up. idea you what's what going to, on. What you know about <laughs> being black. Who am I? Pity Pop, motherfucker. Best to get down. I mean, literally, I don't think what I've ever happen? felt more you, white you in got, all of my life than this episode. I mean, a whole ink block of black in your face the last 55 <laughs> seconds. Looks like a butterfly. <laughs> That's what you you're supposed to always team. guess on the you ink block. You didn't see the test. tag team. We just hit you with the Petey Paw raise up. You ain't know nothing yeah. about that. Come on, man. They thought it was 2001 in this motherfucker. What, son? Holla at him. Oh, my God. I can't handle it. <laughs> Good on that. I had a friend who at one time had Petey Pablo ask him what a restroom was at at a nightclub. Oh, that's a person. Yeah. 
<laughs> you didn't know Petey Pablo was a person? Listen, I don't know anything that you guys are saying. You for like for like a minute there, I was just like, like only... I hope this conversation gets over quickly because I have yeah, no many... idea what's going on. He's the on. only rapper to like get real big out of North Carolina. Oh yeah, North Carolina. You have any other like? There's no other like regional. Yeah, OGMB's pretty big. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I know that one. <laughs> That's my step my substitute teacher's son's band. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I'm kidding, but. They... <laughs> I think they're all are in jail great. right now. Oh well, that probably yeah. That's North probably Carolina. Big in the hood circuit. I don't really. I don't think know. no one else yeah. from North Carolina raised up like that. Was he uh, the one that was something that was like North Carolina and and girls would take the top off? Yeah, yeah. Like, Come no. on and raise up. Take, take your, your shirt, shirt off, off. Spin it round your head. Spin it like, like a, a helicopter. That uh, got me pussy once. So <laughs> now. Pray tell how you and P. Pablo intersected. Uh, well, somebody had talked. I just, I, I it, now, now it's coming back to me that the North Carolina, something about the shirt. Did you black out? I just remember I was somewhere and a girl was like, of a, rap a girl was rapping along with this North Carolina thing and raised the shirt up. And I said, South Carolina. <laughs> and she just looked at me funny. And I was like, well, what if North Carolina's shirt up and South Carolina's pants down? And she's like, oh, I guess so. You took your oh pants my down? god! That's no, a, she did. That's a really good take on that song. That's what I'm saying. I so I was like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, second. so I would go you up to her and I would say, the Civil War." I would go up to what, her, Petey Pablo joint, and I would say, what? "North Carolina," and she'd go, "Woo!" And I'd be like, "South Carolina," and pussy. Con- so it was, yeah, the Confederacy's pussy. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. So that actually worked for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it worked out pretty well. What you did you hook up with her? I again? mean, listen, we don't need to get into all the details. Sure. I'm just telling you, the North you. Carolina shirt up, South Carolina pants down. For the record, she did not do the North Carolina part right at all. You're supposed to spin around her head like a helicopter. That's not- what I, that's what I'm hearing on the in the chat. They're yeah. saying twist it like a helicopter. Know your lyrics, I'm, right? I don't yeah. know these lyrics. Yo, Petey Paul like North all Carolina. Heard, come on and raise them. You know how I take work. Your shirt off. I heard North Carolina Twisted and saw titties. That's all I need to know. Spin it like a helicopter. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the details. <laughs> Lift it to your neck. He's out like a helicopter. That's not what he wrote in the studio after he smoked a blunt. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you, I heard North Carolina, and then it's poor. and then it was titties. She's got a very poor right. North Carolina. So I thought to myself, I have a native. Oh, is that like how you that. like? Hey, North Carolina. So he I was, cannot speak for South Carolina. Right. You know, I'm just right. fuck South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, how do you feel about South? Can we really sell you? So you're North Carolina, no, right? I, it's yeah, it's like exactly are the you, same. Are you born and raised in North Carolina? I what? was born in Portland, Oregon. Okay, and P-town. My parents, P-town. My parents got a divorce, so I was one of those kids that lived... I went to school in North Carolina and spent the summers in Oregon. Oh, so you were bi-coastal. Bi-coastal, yeah. And you're I think... Real, it, you're I, real purple American. Oh, so I think like, it like uh, my... Uh, um, oh, God, what is it? I always forget the fucking movie. Um, the, the Departed. Oh yeah, what? where uh, where like, Leo just... DiCaprio had to like go from he was a Southie like, and he oh, was, yeah. was, was, <laughs> was dropping your Oz and Queenie or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know the whole quote, but know. yeah, yeah like I don't know much about I, Chicago. Yeah, my life this is like what that. comes from like growing up in a place with no culture is like everybody that comes from a place with culture. I'm like, I, yeah, I mean, they have cultures. It's They're just two different, different cultures. cultures. That's no, but what, what I'm saying, I'm saying like I, you know, I came from Phoenix where everybody's just white and boring. And right. so there's not, I mean, like, a culture, there's not like a thing, that's, that's though. Still a culture. You know? ah, all right, touche. 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 David Brooks made a career much, out of it. Pretty much what the Northwest is like. I mean, add like rain and. I lived trees. in Seattle for a year. I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. That's fair. It's Seattle and Portland. It's all the same. You know? Yeah, yeah. So which, South Carolina, North Carolina. It's all so the which, same. which, what do you, if you had to plant your flag, is like, this is me. This is where I'm. Uh, probably Portland because that's where I've spent the past like five years. And, um, it seems more your style. Yeah, 
I mean, people always chilling beards, people beards, uh, hoodies, rain. I get exactly. it. Exactly, beards, hoodies, rain. <laughs> <laughs> That's, is that what Portland equals? Beards, hoodies, and rain? Yeah. Pretty fucking yeah. close. Gonna, yeah. gonna, Add weed to that. Uh, it's Seattle is beards, hoodies, rain, and heroin. <laughs> well, now you've just taken it very seriously. Oh, but oh, Portland's yeah. got heroin, too. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, Wait, we got heroin. You guys have mostly shrooms. You guys were the shrooms. <laughs> Seattle was the heroin. No, it's... Fuck. It, Elliot Smith used to fucking pull tricks on, uh, on Powell, you know, like... He was a heroin kid. I mean, there, there's a really big uh, street kid population. Man, that dude was fucking... <laughs> did we ever figure out exactly... I thought that was an Indian person. Yeah, for a second, Yalian Smith really did sound like a haunted bear. You and Elliot Smith, man? I love him. Yeah, I, I got it. I love him. He brightens I, my day. I, I love sitting around wanting to kill myself. <laughs> so we got to figure out ex- officially what happened to him. Was it was it was it suicide or was he stabbed in the heart by the crazy? I, I was just I thought he, talking to someone didn't about he, this. He stabbed stabbing. himself in the heart with a knife. I feel like it was murky. I feel like it but was yeah, murky. like how to break your chest plate? I you mean, like to stab yourself in the heart? That's a fucking t- intense way to go out. Bro. And it was twice. Yeah. He was stabbed in the... I was just talking Let's to someone about this. consult Wikipedia. I mean, that's an intense way to go out, man. It's samurai style. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And they didn't even go to the... No, bre- no, they, they didn't did. go up. They went stomach. Yeah. Right. I'm just Supuku. saying the but, whole... But I mean, stabbing the heart... I mean, that's Supuku. not easy, dude. Right. Twice? Twice. Oh Elliot Smith either is like the worst marksman of all time or had the greatest nerves of all time. Right. Yeah. It, uh, well, Wikipedia just has that the autopsy evidence was inconclusive as to whether the wounds were self-inflicted. And two stab wounds to the chest. I feel like oh. that is basically murder, son. No, that I I was talking to someone about this the other night. They said uh, the the cops came in to survey the crime scene. Within an hour, they had the scene closed, and because they thought thought he was just some junkie. Right. So the next day, they go, "Yeah, you know that guy you guys found? He's a fucking Grammy Award winner." Like a huge rock star, and then they kind of backtracked and were like, "Oh, we didn't really like they. Don't give a fuck. They didn't give a shy, fuck. Shy, yeah, shy some fucking whatever. junkie in Hollywood found in a piece of shit hotel, like right. or it was apartment. I guess it was his apartment. Right. Says that uh, at the time of the stabbing, he was at his Lemoyne Street home in Echo Park, California, where he lived with his girlfriend Jennifer Chiba. According to Chiba, the two were arguing, and she locked herself in the bathroom to take a shower. Chiba heard him scream, and upon opening the door, saw Smith standing with a knife in his chest. She pulled the knife out, after which he collapsed, and she goes, "Liar, murder! She fucking killed him. It's OJ shit, man. I'm just saying, bro. It, you stab yourself twice in the heart." Come on, B. In the shower, yo, I just I, slipped yo, on the is, soap. This and... is one of those times that inconclusive is basically like, nah, you kind of did that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't, you, Mitch, you, you ain't gonna want to go stab yourself in the heart twice. Twice? If I, if I stab myself in the heart once, you I mean like, go, oh, bad idea. Right? I mean, just try again. Out, I'm like, oh my God, that was te- like, oh, wow. Yeah. Still here? I'm, I'm gonna do it again. Once in enough, yeah. How she goes? It's a. It's hard to break your. And she goes. What she goes? She she heard him scream twice. Or she what? heard him scream. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's not one big scream between two stabs to the heart. It just said heard him screaming. There's no definition on. I don't Chiba, think you, you can just you scream lie. like through two stabs. You'd probably be like ah ah ah. Yeah, I'm a lot of. Saying, I'm just saying, probably a I'm multiple just mad screams, skeptical, but, son. You know, mad skeptical. Bro. You have rights to be skeptical on that, but uh, who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows? I can't speculate. 
cross. It would be it would be irresponsible to speculate. Irresponsible to speculate or irresponsible it's not a, to speculate. Do you think Kurt Cobain killed himself or do you think he was I murdered? think by this point, yeah, I think he uh, killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's I think there was a lot of shady shit, but uh you know, I it's He yeah, he you was, get around you get enough in in your life you hear enough weird conspiracy theories that eventually you just have to go like, listen, uh Sometimes people. Just Sometimes like, crazy shit happens that seems beyond the realm of possibility, or even uh, within the realm, but just slightly unlikely or whatever. And sometimes people benefit or profit from those events, but that doesn't necessarily uh, mean that uh, the thing happened the way that it most would benefit the person at the end. Nine eleven comes to mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's people that that are convinced and and oh, it's such a conspiracy and all this stuff. When there's like a mountain of evidence that it wouldn't be. And yet they're like, well, yes, but the government, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, okay, I guess they benefited because they got to go to Iraq and spend a lot of money. I mean, if that's the end goal, yeah, okay, then I guess they quote unquote benefited in a sense. But regardless of which way it went, that was going to be the way it's going to go. Like, you know, if we, we we didn't all wake up on 9 12 and go, you know what? Bygones are bygones. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Everybody woke up at nine twelve going, We got to get those motherfuckers. And that's you know, true. that's we can all pretend we weren't in that mood, but we all were in that fucking mood. I was, yeah, I was. And I'm a person that believes nine eleven was an inside job. Oh man. I believe that shit and uh you know, I that's kind too of much believe weed it is what it is. Maybe. It, it is it's like I don't care. Like ultimately, like what it's just what do I fucking what do I think? What do I think really Is it just happened? because it's more interesting to think that it was an inside I watched job? Zeitgeist. And That's the problem. Ah, I was waiting for which one of the motherfuckers you now were going to Here's the Damn, thing. Damn, Richard. Damn, I thought. Oh. But, like, I don't live by it. But, like, it's so. You about here's, to here's, the thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Zeitgeist is actually uh, a really, really good documentary. But then they, for no reason whatsoever, in the middle of it, pulled in from small change they didn't make their own they just pulled in loose chunks change. from small change but loose change whatever well, um, small change small loose change, change. <laughs> yeah. small minded change um and the guy who made it i he was on joe rogan's podcast like uh two months ago three months ago something like that and he was like yeah that's not in there anymore and he's like i took it it, it just it felt shoehorned it wasn't even our stuff there's a lot of questions uh, i'm not even concerned about it like you know he's he's dropped the whole thing he's like whatever but the the overall message of Zeitgeist, he's like, is more important than dividing people on some weird conspiracy theory that, frankly, you could go either way on. You know what I mean? And uh, so he's even taken that out, which is good because I Zeitgeist, the first half hour or so is is incredibly compelling and a really really good uh, yeah. documentary. But uh, shit change, <laughs> a thrown at your head movie. Uh, no, I watched it with my roommate, this girl I was living with off Craigslist and I didn't really know her. And uh, I was like, Hey, check out this movie. And we, we watched it. And that night she came home and she goes, she was weird as fuck. She goes, I got my social security number tattooed on my wrist. And I was like, okay, cool. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what? That's how she reacted. I, she was a really like, she didn't have it barcoded you, or anything. You, she just like had the fucking number. Two thing. things you don't want to give the paranoid schizophrenics acid and zeitgeist. Those are the two <laughs> things Dude, you don't want to give. What was her, what was her yeah. reason? I don't, she never even like, 
I mean, See, it had, <laughs> like I got to test. It had I, to be because we watched Zeitgeist. It like, definitely, yeah. I we oh, I was like so. in the back of my mind. I mean, I'm certainly, like, but what about? Have that? you seen? But the she movie? didn't. I mean, I've say, seen portions of it, but I'm not. I will say it. this: now that they've taken out the loose change shit, and even if they haven't, even if the one you find has that, it, skip the loose change shit. You can skip the 20 minutes they go over it. The yeah. rest of it is actually it's not conspiratorial. It's it's like it start basically what's what's what I thought found fascinating about it is because the beginning like the first half hour is a is a, a an overview of religion in general and how the Bible in a way relates to all these other religions and the things they sort of stole from various religions uh, where they're talking about the sun worships and stuff like this and they're like you know uh, Jesus was the sun the light the way. There was 20 other religions that did the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And um, even if you go, well, I got to do my own research and whatever have you, it it fits a, a, a very nice puzzle very, very cleanly. It makes sense. And, and, and insofar as what, you know, again, when you've got nothing else to worship, you worship the thing that fucking makes plants grow and brings light into the day. Why wouldn't you worship the sun? It makes perfect sense. Even George Carlin <laughs> worshiped the sun. And... uh so it, it makes sense, even if n- maybe not all the facts are accurate. And I've done enough research to go, well, he's 95% of the way there, if not 100%. I haven't done all the research, but enough of it to where I was like, oh, yeah, it all checks out. It's It all it all makes sense. And uh, in that regard, when you watch it in the sense that basically almost like as if religion was just a means to control the people. And that's sort of the way that I take it is like, I think that in a lot of ways, the way that Christianity came to be and became so popular and stuff like that was, say, way back in the day, if you're the king and you want the peasants to pay more taxes and shit, you, you can't knock down 3,000 doors necessarily. You don't have all the troops to do that. And you can't just go, oh, well, arrest you because, again, there's too many people. If they stand up as one, you're fucked. So you have to be like, well, I can't, I can't, I can't put security cameras in their homes or anything else like that. Uh, I know. What if there's just a guy, like, hanging out that they can't even see, just watching them all the time, just going, listen, uh, you do this, you, you're fucked, you're fucked, totally fucked, for life, for, for eternity. Like, when you die, you're fucked. So, you gotta spend a lot of time right here on Earth being real good to people, and paying taxes, and, and variety of things that the king, that the, the king would decree. Render unto Caesar what, that which is Caesar's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, in a sense, it's that eye in the sky, that, that security camera. And if you're paranoid, they're like, oh, fuck. Well, we could get away with what we're doing right here. We could rape this girl in an alley. But the fucking guy is watching us. And we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to account for this at some point. You know, when we do our, you know, afterlife taxes, we'll have to write this off. So we, we, we better not rape this girl in the alleyway. And that's kind of the beginnings of civilization. And, and, I, and I would give religion credit for that. That's fine. Because I think that we needed it as a as a society, as a culture back then. People are just running around going, ah, I'll do whatever I want. But like you go, no, 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 you can't. Why? Because there's a guy watching. You know, you can't see him yet. You'll meet him when you're dead. And he'll, oh, man, there's going to be, you're going to be in trouble for all this stuff. So basically you know? what you're saying is that you are arguing for religion as some sort of civilization bridge between... I don't want to say antiquity necessarily, but uh, necessarily early civilization... Early civilization, antiquity to, I would suppose, modern times now. In the, yeah, that's in why the I think we don't. Century. I think we don't need a. So we you're, don't need you're it saying anymore. it was based essentially until we reach a place as a species to to have the tools 
and capacity to fully begin to understand and appreciate our own existence, this other thing filled in the gaps. Is that uh, what you're arguing for? More of the morality, not so much existence. I'm saying, like, I think that, you know, for the most part, uh, we as well, a modern... Well, like, we, morality we as a modern, and existence, though, I would say. I mean, that's... A, that's to, well, to Richard, I, what I'm saying say, is... I mean, those, it, those two things kind of go hand in hand, though, a little bit, though, right? Your own morality and your existence in terms of... I I was going to more think more like, buh, buh, <laughs> buh. <laughs> You son of a bitch. What I'm saying is that in this, in this, in that's our, how we do it on the <laughs> islands. In this modern day, we can we can generally agree that uh, it's it's a bad thing. I mean, are just, you uh, atheist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are a- you are you religious? I guess I'm more. Uh, I have say I'm far more agnostic. I suppose if anything, it's fair. Um, were you raised? I was raised. I was raised. Uh, I guess my parents are both Christian, although my. My dad always had a very big uh, influence from uh, Carl Jung, so Jungian philosophy. Um, yeah, yeah. And a lot of East, like, you know, a lot I of. I thought it was young. Is it young? Is it young? Is it young? I'm not sure. I, 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 I always, I'm not sure. Um, I've, I've heard of. Again. All good. Riffopolis, I know it's not Jung. Riffopolis I know also. That uh, despite its spelling. Jung, young. Uh, but I, he was a, he's a big fan of his, so uh, I had a lot of that influence as well from my dad. Um, <clears throat> good influence so, to have. So, so uh, there was a there was always a balance, I guess, between the sort of uh, religion and spirituality, uh, or like religion both as. Organized but they weren't or- shoving it down your. No, throat, no, no. It was like- never. It was never shoved down. Although uh, after after my dad died, my mom, uh, the rest of my family were very religion heavy. So it did over the years become very much so religion. Shoved in my face, and one of those oh, that's things. That's weird. Later in life, it becomes. Well, it was one of those things where, as you pull away from people, um, and sense, you yeah. try to confront things that are going on, like if you have a dysfunctional unit, and you try to be the entity that pulls away from them, and you're like, "You guys are really dysfunctional." You know, we have a lot of things we need to talk about if we're going to actually function in a you know cohesive fashion. And they mm-hmm. respond by just being like, "You need to pray. You just need to pray." You know I mean? Just to make it today. Right. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Well done. There's a 30 year old black hey, reference. Good. Yeah, what's good. up, kids? We'll, play. we'll take yeah. a drink without yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, this is, it, that's perfectly, that's, that's perfectly in line with, with, with this discussion because, uh, then wouldn't you say that they were basically trying to go, well, we gotta, we gotta show him what, they're sort of forcing amorality on you by using religion as a crutch. It's that, I don't I don't know if you've ever encountered you know what I'm saying? Thing, but like have you ever been in a situation where you've like come to somebody, you know, and you're like, listen, this is what's going on. I would appreciate it if you maybe gave me some help. And they're like, Well, I'm not gonna help, but I'll pray. You know I mean? <laughs> have you ever had that happen before? I have. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's infuriating, especially yeah. if it's really serious, because it's basically like they're saying, like, Well, listen, like I care, but fuck you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't care enough to actually do the thing that would require me to invest physical time. Cause it's like, you could pray. That's real cool. Like, I appreciate, the, like, I appreciate that. Listen, like, man, I'm trying to get this couch up these stairs. Oh shit. I can't. You, I hope <laughs> I'm across my fingers that yeah. you don't break your back. Right. But I, I it's am, like, I'm not carrying I'm at, a fucking I'm at a, couch, but I'll cross my fingers for yeah, you. Yeah. Like I'm at a communicative inter like empath with this person. I need you to come in as a third party. Uh, no, I'm gonna pray. Yeah. I will pray for you though. I will hope the two of you can somehow yeah. get around each other's. Uh, I'm gonna buy some lottery tickets. Right. <laughs> yeah, like I just incense. got a lucky rabbit's foot up here. I'll yeah. just rub this shit all day I'm long. Put on the 700 Club. 
Right. right. I I was raised in the very like Southern Baptist. Okay. Like it was fucking crazy. You took that up with you to Portland? No, no. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, he don't belong up there. No, he's, part of my family is like very a sign outside of Portland. No gods. Yeah, yeah, dude. I Wiccans, kind of, Wiccans are allowed, but no, yeah. no other gods. Naked or, pagan Sunday. That's yeah, all we yeah, have. Yeah, uh, as, yeah that's it's. Good. I didn't like that though. I hated how no one believed it. Like I don't. I don't even know. Sometimes I believe in God. Sometimes I yeah, don't. Yeah. So where do you fall? So are you? It was you? one of those things where it was like Southern Baptist, like. I used to see people like dancing with snakes and you shit. You saw the like, real holy. Blah, 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 you saw oh, snake blah, blah, blah. roller, nice, uh, nice. snake revival, like snake roller. Oh yeah, roller, yeah, like speaking in tongues shit. and all that. Speaking in nice. tongues, I would. I, I kind of went to a bunch of different churches. I'd go to those churches like right, right. with my friends and literally trip out with my friends. Like, look at that guy! Like, like you, this is fucking crazy. The tent revivals, right? It was. It was we're, an we're actual what? like church. Okay, it was that mentality. But it's that yeah, same absolutely like. The old Leap Southern of Steve Martin, yeah, yeah, the dude with the nice suit, dancing. There's a lot of dancing, you know. It's a lot of like. Uh, well, I don't trust dancing. Holy, trust holy dancing. spirits, you know. Yeah. People think they. It's crazy the the like to like make someone convince someone to the point where they're physically like collapse to the g- ground, shaking and fucking eyes rolling. And these are like kids I went to high school with would be like tripping out like. I mean, I wouldn't hang out with them, but I knew them. You know? I sold them weed, but you know, I mean, I had to pay out the Jamaicans. What do you-, <laughs> you don't want to be in debt to them Jamaicans, that's for sure. Uh, but then I started going to a Catholic church in like ninth grade, and uh, it was also down down south. Or- it was down south, yeah, it was down south, and uh, but it was way more like traditional Catholic. Even that, you know, their rituals are fucking bizarre, but. I kind of took every amount of Christianity I could in the South. My great grandfather was a preacher and he was oh, like, wow. he was really well known throughout our, I lived in a little town and he was like really well known and uh, yeah, yeah. pretty, uh, as the preacher man is wont to be. Yeah. Yeah. He was a great guy and always nothing but always positive and nice. And, uh, one of those people where I'm like, God, I'll never be like that. You know? <laughs> I how in the fuck is he like that? No. Always happy, yeah. always yeah. nice yeah. and positive. Oh. And I, it was even when I was younger, I was always like, God, I'll never. Well, it's easy to be happy with the Lord Jesus. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah. But he was never like that's really yeah. cramming it. Down. He uh, never. Yeah. My mom didn't make us go to church because she was like kind of the rebel of the family, and she was so, like, "Go who, to church if you want." Don't which go of the, to church. so was your dad more? religious my dad was totally not religious at all we had a church across the street that he'd take us to sometimes because it was across the street but uh which one lived in portland my dad lived in portland so how'd you end up with as much religion then if you if both your parents are kind of apathetic dude it it was more like in my own personal like curiosity for seeking it out seeking it out and i was religious when i was a kid i was like I believed full, like, wholeheartedly. Like, or- organized religion? What denomination would you have been? I don't know if I could have... I mean, Christian. I'd say Christian. Non-denominational, basically? Yeah, non-denominational. So I feel like it's where you've got to be, basically. If you, I mean, no, non-denominational. It's semantics. Like, no. If you were, no, no. Christian, I mean, you, you, I mean you, you, you had a Christian... I think what I think what, what you were saying, like, you still question if there's a God and stuff like that. I think there's that part of the brain. Because uh, that's what fucks with you. You get, you get it as a child, and it's like... It's still 
for all of the most logical parts of my brain that like would that want to beat me over the head that like there's just absolutely no way there's a god to sit down and do calculations on it if I have to and like I can convince myself all day long but there's still a part of me that's like if I'm fucking alone I couldn't curse at the sky like I couldn't point and be like yeah. hey fuck you god like right. I'd still feel weird about that and I have no and I'm I'm like it's got to be just the indoctrination of the fact that as a child it was like, you know, use the Lord's name in vain and it's oh, a yeah. lot of like religious, like we go to church on Sundays, we get in our best our Sunday best, we put on suits. I mean and you we watch go to fucking church. The Simpsons believing you know, there's like a God in Simpsons. It's like our culture like right, believes right. there's a some kind of God or something in most like Yeah, yeah. And I mean growing up in Phoenix when you don't was again no culture and and in fact almost a, a rejection of anybody's culture, it's it's that thing where the amount of times I remember as a kid that growing up, uh, where it was somebody like my sister had a Jewish friend, which is something I wouldn't even think about today. Like, I don't know how many Jewish friends I have. Maybe quite a lot, maybe not so many. I have no, it just doesn't even come right. up. Yeah. But like, 26. it was a thing. <laughs> keep them on, <laughs> keep them on a piece of paper. <laughs> got them all separated. Got scrapbook. <laughs> Uh, by date three Episcopalians, uh, two Southern Baptists, pictures of partridge and a pear yarmulkes on every page. But it was it was that thing where you know, and you you hear this, and and right around Christmas, of course, it's this like, well, yeah, you're Jewish, but it's Christmas, you know, and you're like, right. Thinking now, I'm like, that's terribly offensive. But like, yeah, back then you were like, eh, whatever. They for whatever reason fucking hate fun or something. I don't know. Freedom. And uh, so they seemed they seemed more uptight than than the Christians because they they rejected Christmas. It's so it's weird. Even though like it really it should be called Restmas and everybody should celebrate it. Well, yeah, that's another thing. But you you it's weird how you can't like you don't hear a lot of people making fun of like Jews. You know, like. I'm certainly not out here. It's run by the Jews. I'm just saying, like, to, to, (laughs) to go, like, Christianity, what is it? Like, that's so dumb. But, like, when you make fun of a Hasidic Jew for, like, having curls and, like, a, you know, like that's a good point. Right, the beard and the walking. What, like, yeah, yeah. like gotta, this guy looks like a fucking idiot, huh, guys? And like, yeah. no, that's racist. That way, you just yeah, do it. It, it yeah. does have a, it does have an added layer. Of I think because it's like that. more than a religion, it's like a culture. Because then you're like, I think that if it were just like you just you just hopped in Judaism and hopped out like you do Christianity, you know, like, I feel like it's a difference between like if it's like you if you were the similar thing. I can feel like based on your example is if you had someone who was just like wearing a cross. You know, you're like, hey, look at this fucking clown with this cross on that his savior died on. What a dick. Right. You know, I feel like that would like you would have to be that level of cruelty where it's like you've crossed the line to being respectfully disagreeing with like, I get it, but like, that's not what I believe versus just being like, no, fuck, fuck you. You know, also the Jewish, like you're growing your hair I mean, out for like seven years because that's what your book says. I've what never a fucking had a, dick. Right. Yeah, exactly. I've never had a Hasidic Jew knock on my door. That's true, and and talk about anything. Going, have you gone to temple today? Would you like to come to temple? Like no, I've never had that happen. Run them motherfuckers off with broomsticks uh, every <laughs> Saturday. Something. Ain't you supposed to be at the temple <laughs> right now? Y'all blasphemous. But what you saying? Would you? We got bagels. We got. Come on down. We'll you ain't time. got no locks. You's a fraud. <laughs> when was the last time you called your? You should call your mother. Um, that's never happened, uh, for onesies, I think. And also, uh, not a lot of Jews raping boys. That's true. You know, and I mean, like you the hear whole about, conservative you know? Christian is like, their whole stereotype is like racist, 
like homophobic. Right, right. Uh, where the Jews are way pray more pray liberal. Yeah, yeah. Well, Maybe that's a leeway. I mean, there is. I, I mean, there is a just lot going of, on 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 mass stereotypes here. This is fair. Yeah, I, I don't want like a <laughs> chat room blown up with. Well, listen, I'm a Jew and I hate blacks. Like I, I get it. If we're talking, if we're trying to focus on a more mainstream American culture, there yeah, that's what I'm saying. Saying the evangelical. We talked about the Michelle Bachmans and her husband and their reparative therapy for gay. That kind of thing right. doesn't. It is really weird that there's no like certainly, Jewish politicians right. running for president kind of thing, you know? Well, I mean, it's, that is strange. Well, it's it's I no mean, not they, one. Well, I know? mean, they are there, but like and the most prominent, I would I don't know about most prominent, but I mean, there are no there are no uh, I guess Jewish uh, politicians running for president, but there certainly are prominent Jewish politicians. Chuck Schumer is uh, a senator. He's like one of the top Democrats. Eric Cantor is the Republican. He's a, he's Jewish, but like that's a thing that I feel like most people don't even realize that Eric Cantor is the number. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's the number two of the Republican House. I was going to say because Republicans Jewish. and Jews. Are, right. I, I mean, like, but that uh, dude yeah. is the fucking worst. But this guy was. That's going, why I'm surprised. But I mean, he. but again, though, it goes back to that weird thing where like evangelical Christians support Israel, not because they give a shit about the Jewish people or the Palestinians that are over there. But more because they need a certain policy to happen to ensure that the end times occur and the rapture happens. Do you know? And that, like, their foreign policy is driven by the Bible. And that's a weird thing to like, yeah, no, I support you only because I want you annihilated. <laughs> and then we can really have some fun. See, this right. is the thing that I, but it's is, a weird, it's weird. It's a weird kind of support, man. It's fucking weird. Well, this is the thing that, that, that always kind of confuses me when it comes to like a lot of religions and, and certainly when it comes to all that end time shit and anything that Michelle Bachman's cunthead I hope Rebopolis is like talking about fucking- Kirk Cameron right now. <laughs> They're talking about <laughs> Lieberman, actually. They're talking about Fuck Jewish. Joe Lieberman. Fuck that motherfucker. You see yeah. Joe Lieberman in the street, you tell him that I said fuck that motherfucker. That okay? droopy dog motherfucker. Fuck him. You tell that motherfucker <laughs> I said Connecticut said go fuck yourself. You better go settle in with some <laughs> lobbyist job somewhere. You better hope we don't find your ass and run you out of town. Tarn feather your bitch made ass. Now run, tell that. I'm going down. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, they just because it was a Jewish person. <laughs> tell that to somebody. Well, yeah. I'm going to go so to the restroom. That's all that. there is to it. Um, but I, I do, there is a, there is a reaction on my part. I there's an overwhelming, <laughs> yeah, I, you, you are prone to doing that. Hey, that's fuck okay. all y'all. <laughs> um, there, there is a part of me that's like, that gets down to like, uh, again, for one, on the one hand, when it comes to like a lot of religious stuff, um, and, and part of what Zeitgeist, I think, uh, whether intentionally or otherwise, uh, and I, I told this to my religious friends, my problem with believing in God or Christianity or anything like this is that we I, we don't need that anymore. That was a good, it worked for what it was trying to accomplish, was bringing morality to the masses that had none. It worked really well for that um, back then. But now I feel it's a hindrance more than anything. And it bothers me because it gets in the way of, you know, hard fucking science. It bothers me that we're having a debate about evolution still yeah. like that, like that, w- that, that women can't get abortions because like they think they don't understand how science works with cells and yeah. reproducing and, and fetuses and things like, like that. That shit. Now you're getting in the way of progress and we don't need it anymore. And so then there's a part of me that goes, OK, in an enlightened time and things like this, how many people truly in their heart of hearts believe way deep down inside exactly what it is they're saying versus how many sort of put on an air of of a deep, deep, deep belief 
uh, because of some sort of like uh, their their upbringing, their yeah, their, their their local culture is a big one. Uh, perfect example. You're talking about like the, the the snake handling and the dancing and the you know speaking in tongues and people like they get hit with a jacket and oh my god I'm saying they fall down if a man touches them on the Hailed. head. Yeah, and it's a thing where. If if you were to sit down and try to have like a logical conversation with any one of those people who got touched on the head and fell back and tried to bring like logic to it, it there would be like uh, their hard drive would need to reboot. Like they would they would be like I oh man you're asking me stuff. They were wrapped up in the moment. It's an exciting you know the group and it's like you just go with it. You yeah. see it enough and you're kind of like yeah why the fuck not? I'm gonna dance like a crazy person. I'm gonna talk in tongues. I'm gonna fall down on the floor. All this different shit because that's just the mood in the room. That's that's group think, and you lose that individuality. Up, I wish I wish this was one of the moments we could like pull up one of those testimonial interviews from those people because like the way that you're describing it is so. I've heard those descriptions. I know you've heard those descriptions too, Richard, where they talk about it, and it's not like they are like real hey, quick. Uh, what's going on? I am gonna drink a beer. Oh shit! This is big. He never does this. He's out of his. He's out of his. For the last liquor. two years on New Year's Eve, I have made a a New Year's resolution to drink twelve beers throughout the year. Uh, in those two years, this is my first beer. Holy shit! For uh, you're in privileged territory. Wow, my God, this smells me, uh, like shit. This one's. This, this one. Yeah. Rivopolis, put your drinks in there. Yeah. This, this buds for all that you this, do. This buds I didn't mean to cut you off. You were no. talking about the the testimonials of the oh, people who have been I, through oh, this stuff. But I wish I wish we could grab one of those testimonials because when you hear those people describe those healing experiences, those revival experiences, and they they talk about whatever spirit or energy or force took them over, and you see the conviction mm-hmm. on their face, absolutely, and in their eyes, it's it's just such a weird. It's a weird juxtaposition between not necessarily the the the, skept, the skepticism that you're voicing versus what internally they must be feeling. Do you know? But I, I think that's the thing is like put on the defensive. Those people are going to be like, no, no, no. I totally and and maybe they they could even convince themselves. But I think that you it's, know it's I, like, there's so much pressure it's in like those in 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 like. Uh, maybe not the South per se, but just any sort of like Bible banging area. If there's a local culture, <laughs> if <laughs> sorry, was, I didn't know that was hilarious. I don't know if there's the, a well, local, I don't know where a Bible banging area is, bro. Uh, Alabama know. comes. To I don't mind. know. You've never heard that's... of Bible bangers? I don't know about Bible bangers, bro. That's not the right. You've term. heard of this, anyway. Whatever. What if there's a? <laughs> what, that is not a in fact, it doesn't even matter if it's a religious or not. not let's even let's even take religious out of this. With if, arms wide open. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I'm saying uh, in any sort of local culture, uh, the pressure of a local culture, I think, will fuck you up immensely as far as uh, uh, your thought process, as far as like what you think is right and wrong, as far as uh, even what you believe. And I think that social pressure is so high, but they probably wouldn't want to admit it. But I think that if you were to just take any one of those people out of that situation kind of long enough and put them into a different culture where everybody's like, that's kind of weird that you did that, actually. And uh, let's let's have a talk. But in a, not, a, not a like you're a fucking weirdo, but sort of like that is, let's be honest, that's kind of strange. And they knew, let's say, nobody back home would ever find out about this conversation or something like that. You take them right. completely isolated. I think you'd find that they'd be like, hey, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, it is kind of weird. Perfect example. We were talking when we had Jesse Case on. 
And Jesse Case was talking about how when he was in his teens, I believe it was, like 12 years old or something like that, he would go to these kids' house, and there would just be a porno on, and then like a huge sectional couch, and a 12, 12-year-olds 12 just, you know, jack, jack, jacking it underneath a, underneath a <laughs> That's blanket. That's 12, 12-year-olds, 12 by the way. <laughs> that saying, yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah, right? Right. That's crazy. So, but he's like, he's like, I honestly, it didn't seem weird at the time. Sure. But now in retrospect, looking back, like, that's fucking strange. That's a total of 144 years of spanking it I'm all in one room. I'm trying to think if I... Jacking you, it, jacking it. If you were 12 smack and you saw smack. that, wouldn't you... I think I mean, I'd, I'd be like, like no, what we, we talked about it at the time doing? was like, you know what? In the moment, you probably would just kind of go, oh, you know what it is, I'm dude. not going to join in, but like, whatever, you you're guys right. are doing here's that. The other, here's the other thing that I think is, is, is it's uh, uh, comparatively based on what you're talking of. Yeah, that's it. Look at that delicious Budweiser face. Mm, mm, doesn't it taste good? We were talking about a testimony. Look at that diesel go down smooth. Delicious. Oh god, I miss rum. Um, what <laughs> was that's sexy? Uh, sorry, it just tastes like. Hey, what what, what it makes I me have f- to get water on? Go ahead. Neil Hamburger. Damn, son, you just got crushed by that. Have oh, you really? Like you beer is that bad for that you? Suck. Are you? Have you been like that? Were you? Were you a person who didn't like beer? Well, that's a, uh, dude, a slight I digression. Still don't like beer. You don't like beer? I. I mean, I What's like. What's your drink? Do you drink? Are you I, a drinker? I, or what are you? I've totally cut down within the past like two years, but. I mean, I used to be an alcoholic, like a full fledged, like straight up, legit, straight up, like I, I don't know how I, or my car would be like parked like that, like just poor life decisions oh, every day. I worked in a bar, so like so enable. Yeah, yeah, I worked in a comedy now club. One of those alcohol- that my problem is now I'm not drinking good beer. Do you have any idea, people at home, that I how many times I've heard that over the years? So it's one of those I just don't drink beer. <laughs> And uh, I know that I'm at the age where, where I'm out of the yummy stage, as they call it, and I, I should be able to like just enjoy a beer. And I'd like to, because it's a lot easier. If you go to somebody's house, it's very common. Hey, you want a beer? You know, not a lot of times you go to somebody's house. Hey, can I mix you a martini? Like, that doesn't, I, I mean, it happens occasionally. I'll but say that shit someday. I'll be a baller-ass baller. I, I did I that in my shit. in my last apartment. I, people would come over and be like, can I mix you something? I had like a whole cabinet. Now I don't. I drank it all. I just have, like, sometimes I have vodka. Like, I could mix you vodka and something. But I, it's very common to be like, hey, can I give you a beer? Because, like, you're not going to get shit-faced. Cocktail. You're here for 10 minutes, whatever. I don't think you know. any anyway. alcohol tastes good. Like, oh, I, well, I just, I I've been... Amaretto. Ripopolis, am I right? Amaretto. Delicious. I, I, I think, Holler I think, at your boy, please. <laughs> Holler at him. Don't leave me out of this limb all alone. For, for loco. Holler at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, Four Loco is the grossest uh, shit in the world. That's ridiculous. I I remember like I was oh man, Four Loco is just bad. I remember before like became a delicious. I like, I was introduced to it. I was in Vegas with some friends and uh this like this girl who was just like it's like you white, have no idea how many whores I am with. This right? white girl who was acting mad hood, just like very very like just a lot of real like hood slang or whatever and. Her and her friends. Juicy white pussy. Thank you, Mitch. Uh, <laughs> they she like they needed blunt papers, and the dude wouldn't sell them to her. So like I bought, I bought them for her, and like we went outside, and her and her friends had bought four loco. And I remember thinking, How like, can I tell you that is wrong? Uh, she was like, she was like, oh thanks, my nigga, and I was like, well, this is, and I was wow. like, so that's who drinks four loco. All right, yeah. good to know. And then it became like a big thing nationally. Yeah, uh, it got outlawed in yeah, Portland. Got banned. All is it, kind of places. Is it, no, it's, still, it's no, it's, it's fine now. What they they outlawed the original formula. Okay. Now they it's like half as strong now that it was then. I yeah. had friends that lived by that shit. Like yeah. they loved it. They yeah. it was not it's not good, bro. Ugh. That's not a good look. 
It's one of those. Oh things. my god, I can't handle it. It's one of those things. If you're for lo- if you're drinking a four loco, you've like automatically disqualified yourselves for respectability for the. Night. Oh yeah, Do you know what I, I, mean? I, I got even if it's ironic drinking a four loco, it's not respectable. <laughs> I, so I, I a lot of ir- <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be ironic if I fucking got blotto and started killing people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the PCP. <laughs> Got that's, that's when that's when irony comes back to bite you. Yeah, got that, like, that's a good reference. That uh, 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 I don't know, overwhelming irony. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail this no, into a beer okay. conversation. No, it was. Uh, I was. Uh, I was just saying that. Like, we're talking about Lulcher. Amaretto was delicious. Though. That's the only alcohol that I find delicious. Four loco is not not good. Uh, good beverage at all. Uh, I've never had. It. I uh, as but, well. You should stay away from it. Yeah. It's gross. I have so I many friends. I genuinely really do like you know rum and things like that. I like almost any mixed drink actually. But so you just drink rum alcohol itself, all throughout the fine. year. You just have twelve beers. Uh, well, we, yes. people guests come and they yes. bring beer. So yeah, okay. and I just I literally his just, answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. His answer just, is yes. Normally, uh, I I, I his well, answer is yes. Uh, Are you a big? Uh, I had to put liquor? down a huge deposit on the new Riffin Studios slash my new apartment. And uh, so in between waiting on checks, I'm down to like not enough money to buy myself more alcohol and more soda to uh, mix together to have here on, on tonight. Oh, okay. So I thought you were I sober and you were like, no. once it, 12 no, no. times a year, I have no, a one no, no, beer no, 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 no. and what? take a wink at that alcoholism. Every three equinox. <laughs> you've, done, you've done shows with me. I drink like a fish. Okay. I, you know I, that. I, I didn't remember, but... Uh, you didn't know. Maybe you just drank when you got out of here. I was just like, I'm making up for lost time. You don't know what it's like back there. Ah. No, I drink... <laughs> I drink pretty much every fucking night. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't get drunk every night, but I... Pretty much drink every night. See, I just gone a month straight without drinking. Oh well, so, sorry to have uh, tempted you. No, I tell me. What I went to is. that festival and I got shit faced like every night. But oh. it, before that, it was like a Brimstone? month. Yeah, nice. It, <laughs> I love saying. Is it? Like it's that. sponsored by the tire company. Am I getting that right? Or is that just uh, Bridgestone what? Portland oh, or Bridgestone, uh, Oregon? Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if it's Bridgetown County Festival. Bridgetown? It's called Bridgetown. Oh, Bridgetown. Oh, yeah. Bridgetown? oh see, yeah. that's what fucked it's me up. The, he said Bridgetown. I was, like, no, I said I was at the Michelin Comedy Festival. It was, uh, <laughs> the big guy was there. Good year. Hey, guys. Welcome <laughs> to the Michelin Festival. <laughs> I was in the Die Hard tent. I don't know if you guys... Uh, Yamaha? <laughs> what you want to do is get sponsored by Pirelli. That's the ones... That only goes on Ferraris and Lamborghinis. No, there's tons of bridges. There's like seven bridges in Portland, so they call it Bridgetown. Bridgetown? Bridgetown? Watch it with the... <laughs> making me feel whiter than white, for God's sake. Hey. Let's just get weird, you know? It's not even white, black. Let's just get weird. That's how the second that's hour should start. How that's, roll. that's the ominous uh, words. Let's just get weird. White, black. Let's just get... That's how motherfuckers <laughs> die, son. That's how people die. I heard that before. Let's just fuck each other. That's what I was trying to say. What? I was gonna, I was gonna play. He's not black anymore. (laughs) I I was gonna, uh, uh, head off into a a conversation, uh, inspired by slash, uh, uh, spearheaded by uh, the video you did with Jesse Case. So I'm gonna play that real quick. And then, um, Cause it's it's we also you know we like to it's Jesse Case has been on here a few times so we like to Jesse also Case, big promote shout our out to Jesse promote Case. our peoples. Oh, Jesse yeah. Case is hilarious. So this is uh, this is Jesse Jesse Case's new project, which Richard starred in the first episode of, and uh, it's only about a minute long, but it's pretty good. So I'll go ahead and play it because there's a good conversation to come out of this. What's it called, Mitch? Serious about masturbation. 
I think about, I think, I'm gonna jack off. Milf and, uh, interracial. It's like, what do you want to eat tonight? <laughs> like, every night I want to eat something else. <laughs> Naughty America. DPN. Oh. Red Tube. I plan it out way in advance. Pornhub. White guy, black guy, Mexican girl. Brazers. I don't even know. I get in a zone of like... <laughs> It's not about coming <laughs> for me. I got caught last night, actually. <laughs> she looked at the iPad history. You looked at porn while I was asleep. I told her that I didn't jack off. <laughs> That's even fucking weirder. Apocalypto anal? I don't watch, like, pregnant porn. I don't watch, like, sick shit. It was some, like, apocalypse scenario anal fuckfest and... And then she, like, judges me. She thinks that I don't... <laughs> I want that over her. I'm, like, doing something I've been doing for ten years before I even met her. She thinks I just look at it too much. And, like, every day is too much to her. It's stupid as fuck. <sighs> She'll uh, end up losing me in the end. <laughs> uh. Oh, wow. Weird. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, well played with the intro. Well done. You set uh, that up nicely, sir. We got weird. Yeah, we got weird, yeah. There, bro. When you no, said let's get weird, weird, I'm thinking. Not oh, I got, I that. got just the ticket. Uh, you did a good job, and then I liked it. Things, now, man. now, of course, it, the natural question. I hate to ruin comedy this way, but how how true is the story? Oh, it's all true. <laughs> Every. Yeah. Every bit of that. Is it yeah, first you, it started you off. You can hear it with every word. At first it started off. I was like, up. all right, he's just going on a riff. And then <laughs> it sounded like you were like, well, I have to throw something yeah, in here to like keep it going. And then you could see in your eyes where it got real, where you're like, I. Nah. <laughs> For mean, instance, last night bro. I was like, ah. Oh, right. It's. Pick that up midway through. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a, he was like, let's just do this thing where you just rant about something. You know what it was? They started that sketch with one of those joints like, we now bring you to our broadcast already in progress. <laughs> they had been like talking about that for like 10 minutes in the sketch picture. That's up. what, it's It's hard to come off as natural in Boom. like two Maybe. minutes or whatever, or a minute and a half. So like, yeah, he ended up just chopping it up and it was kind of choppy in the... No, it works. Yeah, well, the, this has a terrible delay. What a saxophone... Uh, at home, they saw it. Yeah. Noir. They saw it full... Saxophone. Saxophone. Uh, it really works for you. Crime noir jack-off session. Yeah, it's but, good. Uh, it, it was all true. I mean, it was all like... I was really caught yeah. the other day. and uh, But it's funny, my girlfriend saw it and she instantly like looked at me and I was like... It was, I was just hamming it up. Like, it wasn't true. <laughs> I don't think she's watching this. Uh, of she, course not. You're caught in a web of lies yeah, now. Sure. <laughs> so she didn't actually check the history. Heavy lies. She, she did. Actually, oh. Yeah. She, uh, but she, she saw the, the I got history. bitches like, no, so that was, that was well, no, all, what I'm like, saying is like, because no, you were true. saying. So she didn't check it until she checked it. Every, it's the every fact that you said she watched day. the video of, of that video that, that we were just talking about. Right. With you, that you did with Jesse. Is, is so she watched that video and you were like, she wondered if it was true. Like she would know because. Well, not all of it. I mean, oh, okay. there was a. I, I mean, the whole video, she was like wondering. Right, is it right. true? She knows, like I'm sure she uh, got. Fucking... I'm sure she got revelations that we got just as well, Mitch. Yeah, right, just because you inside fair. the labyrinth doesn't mean you can't still learn about the labyrinth. Uh, believe me, I, I, that, <laughs> that's uh, doing comedy when you have a girlfriend is a fucking. It's a whole new level of like you gotta be at a. You look over your jokes uh, and after the fact, and you're like, 
she's going to realize that one line at the end of that one joke was sort of a jab at her, but totally right. didn't mention anything that anything specific and, and only she would know it was about her. The answer and is she'll always fucking, yes. Oh yeah. I, that'll gets, be the, that'll be the conversation on the ride home when she's like, by the way, she like, gets oh, mad at fuck. me for like flirting with girls on stage. Is it like, I don't, I mean, I'm totally like a ridiculous. Right. Right. Man. It's an animated version of myself. The, yeah, it's the amped up version of your exactly. persona. Exactly. Right, yeah. and, and I'm and, like and talking when, to a girl and I'll be like, like jokingly kind of flirting with her because I look like a fucking slob. And like, if I talk to a girl, it's funny looking. And right, right. she, she always takes that as like, yeah, well, you were really talking. I know you were really trying to hook up with that girl. Right. And like, he's doing the thing of like, uh, for people at home and, and for you, Teddy Fantasy, it's, it, he it's very much like he knows he's not actually hitting on her. It's funny because he'll be he'll like tell a joke about say jerking off or something like that. Then he'll look over somewhere like, hey baby yeah like exactly kinda, yeah where it's like the the joke is not even him hitting on her. It's the joke is entirely about him. Yeah, it's a visual and like, you really it's weird because it's I couldn't a, imagine somebody like being a, offense, a offended by that or whatever. Adam Sandler and funny people when he talks about Seth Rogen, he's like, do you even ever want yeah, to yeah. get laid? All you do is oh. talk about your dick. Yeah, yeah. All the time, like you'd never want to. But it's like if you just took what his words of advice were and just turned it into a caricature, basically. Yeah, like. exactly. Or Seth Rogen from the stage is like, "Hey, right. honey." Like, right. If you if you if you <laughs> let it play out to its natural progression. Right. Right. Almost, if you will. But I think that's I think that's a thing too that that is that it's tough for. Uh, I feel like I've experienced a lot of significant others of comedians to grasp a hold of is that there is always. Uh, essence of self and reality for a stand-up comedian on stage and their persona on stage. But in order to access that, you have to take yourself to unreal places, you know? Yeah. And that's a, and it's a very difficult thing, I feel like, for them to grasp, especially if you're someone whose material is very personal and very interacting with crowd work oriented. Because I know... I'm 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 very almost strictly observational, and if I do anything that's personal, it's very quickly turned into like this is a thing that happened to me, but it's reflective of this larger thing that everyone else right. knows. You know, it's very rarely am I like this is a thing that happened to me, and I'm involved in this, and I'm the protagonist, and blah 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 blah. But so like I don't necessarily have to worry about that as much as I know a lot of my peers do. But nonetheless, like you're still cognizant of the fact that you are bringing yourself. And your and your your personality and your whole persona onto the stage to project out to people. So yeah. it's always it's weird because someone knows you and they see how it gets crafted. You know, they get like it's weird to have one person who gets like a perpetual behind the scenes access yeah, kind of right, thing. So right. they're always going to be thinking like, did you pull for this? Did you pull for that? Did you pull for that? Did you pull for this? <laughs> Was so this like, about the conversation we had about socks right. today? Yeah. So like it's like you you can understand why they have that, but it's like you gotta at some point you're like you gotta you gotta get comfortable, yeah, because it's gonna be a long ride, and we it can't be this way forever, you know, right? Because like it's I'm always going to pull from what's happening to me. And so you can either like be comfortable with it or you can not be comfortable yeah. and then we can have whatever. I had a, I had a joke uh, back in the day. I'm sorry to cut you off. I had a joke no, back in the day that I, I almost immediately, uh, almost immediately oh, had to stop doing because, uh, because TK heard like part of it. And he's like, Hey, that reminds me of this other comic. Uh, I heard, uh, some guys like years ago did this joke. 
And he told the joke, and I was like, that is the exact joke I just told. <laughs> and he didn't even hear all of it, so I was like, all right, I'm not doing that one again. Um, but uh, the the joke was was about how, like, in the beginning, everything I do is is funny and, and unspontaneous and whatever have you. And then after two, three years, it becomes like everything's a joke to you, and you can't plan for shit, and you always want to do stuff on a whim instead of planning it. And it was like all the things that in the beginning were, like, really hot are now, like, immature and irresponsible and whatever have you. And uh, so the whole joke was kind of about that. And then at the end of the joke, I was like, but see, when you find a girl who doesn't do that, you know, stick with her, blah, blah, and, and you know, that's what I've got going on, blah, blah, which it wasn't, but whatever, she, she <laughs> but had it was zoned a good out. joke. She had zoned out <laughs> once she heard exact things she'd said to me, she'd zoned out <laughs> and, like, went off to the bathroom to, like, vent to herself. I, I don't, wow. I have no idea what that means, but that's what she told me she did. I was like... For all I know, she just stood in the bathroom and slammed her head against the wall. Fucking psychotic. So, yeah, exactly. So she didn't hear all the good shit that I said about her personally. She took the joke about people and, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, I'm just fucked. That was the last show she ever went to. I mean, and that's the thing, though. Broke up a month later. If you, you know, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird subtle act. But you've got to ride. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Where like if you take something that someone says and then you begin to do the creative process to twist it into something larger and something right. greater, it's like, yeah, yeah, you you can't deny that that was the, the starting influence for that. But at sure. some point you're like, well, it's not the same thing anymore, you know? Like right, it's right. not that's not like actually how I you know, you're like, no, it's not how I actually feel, you know? Like I am like <laughs> Baby, I'm, you heard Bruce Springsteen, right? you can't start a start a fire without a spark. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're you just know, a spark, like, baby. It's you like, also need the fuel like, and the oxygen. Yeah, or it's like it's you know it's just I'm I'm weaving a narrative Sorry. you know that is that I'm using to tell the story about this particular point, and I'm just happening to We're use dancing my, in the dark. Happening to use myself as the character that the audience can best see it through. Do you know what I mean? Well, you have to be right, exactly, and that's the only way that it works. Yeah. you know, and so it's one of those things where it's like you've got like it's 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 the thing that I feel like is most lost about. Uh, American culture in in recent times, especially, is the sense of nuance. You know, is the sense of someone being able to perform and you seeing them up there and being like, "This is a performance." I know that that is a thing that I told them that influenced this larger thing, and they are, you know, hot. And if I go talk with them backstage, very different. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and like yeah. and 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 being able to separate that for better and for worst, you know, because you can use that for good and you can use that for ill. But right. it's that sense of nuance, though, is like you don't just take it at face value. It's like, well, there's a performance happening. Why is this performance happening? Yeah, That's like no saying. jokes in the bedroom. I get it. <laughs> right. Exactly. You, know? you got to add that. You know, yeah. it's that that uh, there's a lot of those stereotypes about right. other things. Like, oh, you, oh, you must be a riot at parties. I'm like, nah, I'd sit in a corner. Man. Well, it's I the just, thing. I you know, the thing, out, and man. I don't know if you've ever gotten this, but like, I've always had this thing follow me where if I don't talk for a long period of time from hanging out with people, or you know, like even if it's big groups or small groups, I'm like, oh, you're being really quiet. And it's like maybe I just don't feel like talking. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. maybe I'm just like maybe I'm just real cool. I'm like I don't like I don't want I don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've I've had that my whole life. I've had that happen where it's like maybe you like I just don't want to talk right now. You know? And like you get so people get so used to and expect so much of you interjecting and having things to add or whatever 
Then when you're not doing it, and they're like, "What? What's going on? Are you yourself right now?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm myself." I thought you're a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you would be funnier. We're back in North Carolina. I fucking, right I gotta say, I, I it, it always makes, it always puts me on edge when I'm like at a party and somebody introduces me and then immediately goes, "He's a comedian." Oh, I hate I'm it. Like, oh, I fucking, fucking hate why it. did you just do that? Because now everything I say, it's like, that's right. Because yeah. you're the funny guy. Yeah. And what you said was funny. It's a, I get it now. That's your thing. You're an archetype. Like, it's like fucking weird. just let me, let, let me just be a person just having a car. If I say something funny, you could say something funny. I'm not performing for you. Yeah. I'm not doing a bit. But I think uh, it's, what I think is really weird about that more so than any other artistic form is that you know, someone that you're a singer or a painter or any kind of <laughs> sing kind of me thing, a song, right? But like, that, piano I mean, like man. that, that might happen, you know. But like, when you tell someone or it's introduced into the conversation that you are a comedian, suddenly the entire way that you are viewed, and not yeah. only that you're viewed, but how you participate in that group has changed forever. Yeah, yeah. you know, you can't go back to just being a person in the group. Yeah, you know, because if anything fucking tense happens, then everyone's looking at you to break the ice right. or to carry them over and to somehow get them past. Or if you say something and they just laugh in your face and you're like, no, I was dead serious. I really <laughs> do hate Richard. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You're like, no, like, Richard, fuck. this guy hates you. Right? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Richard's, yeah, like, yeah. Richard's like, you really hate me? What? And I'm like, fuck you, man. And they're like, hey, hey, look at that shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Am like, I really doing this? <laughs> I'm like laughing. Like, does he hate me? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Like, what's even, going like, on? even the person this you're talking meta. to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm, this is very meta. I have to laugh when it's meta. I have a condition. I work at a meta world laughter. I work at an all Latino uh, body shop. Perfect. In North Hollywood. Nice. What's it called? It's called the All Latina Mail Review. Yeah, I don't know if you can shout out your body shop or not. It's an auto body shop. No. Perfect. So you're a car guy. Perfect. Uh, I'm a janitor. I'm oh, a janitor okay. guy. I was expecting but, you to be a car guy. Uh, but I'm learning a lot, yeah, actually. Yeah. I've been there about nine months. and uh, the, But they're you know what all... a carburetor is now, that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah That's great. the fan belt, bitches. <laughs> and it needs suit. replacing. <laughs> That's the change. Yoink. <laughs> Everybody steals the change out of people's face. That's the keys to a grand dam. I found 20 tonight. bucks under a car seat the other day. I was vacuuming it. 20 bucks under the seat. I was like, yoink. Nobody's huh? fucking stuff. missing yeah. that. Good stuff. But, uh, stuff the, break. They uh, fa- they, note to self. Check yeah, under right. the seats before I get it washed yeah, next time. They oh, recently found out I'm a comedian and I, oh, I didn't tell them at all. You never do. Yeah, of course. I don't want to fucking, I don't want them knowing anything do. like that. And, uh, I wouldn't even, they, some of them had sent me friend requests on Facebook. Lock all that shit. And yeah, yeah no, no, I can't do it. I don't want to be your it's buddy. It's nothing like I, <laughs> They're actually great people. I just don't want them in my comedy life, you know. Right, right. And uh, that's so, a different world. You can't be mixing worlds. Be colliding. Somebody Ooh. looked me up on Facebook, and then they saw I had stand-up comedy in my profile of some sort. And so the next day at work, I walk into work, and I was, uh, I was actually fucking baked. <laughs> and I, I don't usually smoke when I go to work, but I was ripped, and uh, my my boss calls me in. Can you come to the office? I walk in the office and they're all like sitting around an iPhone watching one of my videos on YouTube. It was like, 
I'm, and they're all going, <laughs> and then I, I was just like long walk of like, yeah. Oh, I can hear my voice on the iPhone. Uh, <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it sucked. So, and he, my boss goes, "You didn't tell me." I the, my the main guy is a white guy, but everyone else is Latino. And uh, and then you're the janitor, and I'm the janitor. So that's like a white sandwich, basically. Oh, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm on the a bottom. Ruben. I'm the heel. <laughs> Everybody shits all over me. <laughs> not very good with sandwiches. I don't know yeah. if that's a Reuben or not. I just want to say a Reuben and like a daddy just. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but a Reuben is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna know. It's gotta gonna go write board, down. It's a Reuben. It's a Reuben. It's gotta be on the board. Right, you know, go ahead. Gotta be go ahead. Gotta he, be uh, so you're walking up to the I'm Reuben walking sandwich. Walking up to the fucking <laughs> the extra mayonnaise uh, Reuben sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, white people love mayonnaise. Y'all know that? Did y'all know that? I knew that. They did crazy. Uh, I actually didn't know that until I watched uh, Undercover Brother, but go ahead. (laughs) That's when I was like, why do you like mayonnaise? That's true. I'm white. I like mayonnaise. One of the first comics I met. That's true. Us white people do be crazy. One of the first black comics I met. I mean, he was one of my best friends in comedy in the beginning, and uh, he had a huge bit about black people hate mayonnaise and white people love mayonnaise. I mean, that shit is so basic <laughs> truth. You learn, you learn from, like, basic. working the road and, like, seeing these weird comedians and I love that shit. It's true. But back to that modern Guardian <laughs> story. <laughs> yeah. uh, I walk in and my boss goes, you didn't tell me you were a stand-up comedian? And I was like, tunnel vision, like Hitchcock, like... I go, uh, yeah. uh, I go, I love it. <laughs> I just went, I love it. And he goes, what? I was like, what? That, I think it's really cool. Check this shit out. His fucking uncle, Skip Stevenson. Do you remember Skip Stevenson? He was, uh, I don't remember him. He told me, he goes, I think it's so cool. You're a comedian. My uncle was Skip Stevenson. He the hosted, name sounds familiar, he but... hosted, uh, he hosted some show in the 70s. He was like a huge stand-up comedian around L.A. His name's on the wall at the comedy store. He's like this old, old-school fucking, I don't know, you know, one of those old guys from the 70s yeah. that... Hat was on it, hosted a show, but never really like popped no, off. Like, like uh, co-host of NBC's Real People, Real People, <clears throat> yeah, wearing yeah. bright crew necked sweaters. He was known for his quirky comments and playful flirtings with co-host Sarah Purcell. Yay! Yeah, he died of a heart attack. Yeah, I, was saying, <laughs> so, I just got to that part so, in well, 1992. It comes to real. exactly one month after his 52nd birthday. Damn. He had one son. I feel like the way to go is the day before your birthday. That's an awesome time to do it. If I had to pick a day, that's a terrible I always, time. I always have this what, fear. What if everyone's got a bunch of plans together? I know that's why it's bro. perfect. I always that's have terrible. this because the thing is, you don't have to inconvenience people to gather that's on a your huge behalf. Inconvenience, a gathering for your behalf. That's I know it's perfect. You're already here. Richard's a tiebreaker. Well, what is the bigger inconvenience? If everyone has a big plan for your birthday, right? Right, and right. Then you die. Surprise, We're all dead. here. It's just sad. Yeah. Is that not a bigger inconvenience? They're like, damn, we just went from jubilant to like fucking yeah. crazy mournful i want it out there in the ether uh stay jubilant uh i would have wanted it that way you know what people always say he would have wanted it this way you always go what he did he ever tell you that hey when i die this is how i want it 
If Mitch, if you die, I'm just telling you right now. uh, When you find me dead, just be jubilant. Uh, I don't want. I don't like sad moments. That's the you can't. That's the dumbest thing. When you find me dead, be jubilant. (laughs) Yeah, be jubilant. (laughs) They're like, yay! You're like, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) We found him. Yes. Call the police. He did it. He did it. Don't be jubilant yet. (laughs) In the words. Oh, he's still breathing. Damn. We're too happy. We're too happy. Uh, <laughs> be as jubilant as you want to be. Uh, as, I as, always have this fear. As the wise, oh, what the uh, fuck was that? I uh, can't think of most. On my oh, birthday, so if you died on your birthday, your gravestone would look so fucking rad. You know, like this day and this day. Well, that's true. Exactly. I, I, exactly. That, is, that I, does look kind of badass. I feel though, like, like I feel like came in, checked out, same <laughs> yeah. fucking day. What's up? I heaven? feel like it wraps it up. You perfectly. know how old he was just yeah. by exactly reading. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's yeah. it's perfect if you wrap it up that way. It's like it's uh, you know Houdini did the same thing, and it's almost like. It's almost like you accomplished a mission. Who died on yeah, a you got if you, the mission. If you come out and go out on the come in and go out on the same day, it really does seem like you were someone who like fucking like came in on day one. You're like, I'm just gonna wait till I grow up and then just burn everybody to the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. And I'm out this bitch and fuck all y'all. And it's never they're never a hundred. Be sure years to old. put a stone on top of me so that motherfuckers know that <laughs> I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. Set out mission complete, but bam! Forty six years, I burned it to. The I beat crowd. the end boss there. Yeah. This this game is over. I always pictured like fifties, like Johnny. It was Johnny's birthday, and he went on to dead. And that's Man's actually curve. probably what happened. That's actually probably what happened. You know, one of those. I don't. Yeah, know. they're never like I said. They're never like a hundred years old. It's always it's, it's always a little early when you it, when you go on your birthday. It's always early. It's never yeah. the person who like finally found the person that killed their family. And right, avenge right. the death, and <laughs> then like, the and then like, right after they killed the final boss, like a henchman just like threw a ninja star and like hit <laughs> him in the neck, and they're like, "Oh, father, I have made it." <laughs> and that went I used to have a theory when I was younger, when I was like probably uh, early, early teens, just out of childhood, because all the times I heard about people dying, it was always like they found him or her, blah blah blah, and you know. Everybody was really, you know, everything was happy because they had just gotten back a week before from, you know, a trip to Cabo that they always wanted to go to. Something like this. So I had this theory for a little while that I was like, if you just keep making plans, you'll never die. (laughs) Like, because you only die when you got nothing else going on. Like, well, I guess I'm done. Time to kick off. You know, like it was never. But yeah, that's been disproved many times in my life. But I'm just saying for a long time, (laughs) it seemed like people only kicked off. Right now. (laughs) It seemed like people kicked off when just shit wasn't going going on like people would just get found like after a week of just sitting in their house and you'd be like well apparently it wasn't a very busy week for them you know, you know what i'm saying so it seemed for a long time like just keep making plans the, uh, that's why i'm always busy i don't want i don't want to see what well, if i sit still too long i might just go what that so, makes me think of is you remember a ship that the capsized a few months back like uh, off the coast of uh, italy i guess somewhere it was like the cruise ship that went yes down. right right the, cruise the ship. captain yeah, the captain bounced. like okay. <laughs> Late, yeah, the captain deuced out. Yeah, the captain was like, "I'm out, this bitch, son. I'm gone." He but, got uh, charged. Yeah, as well, he should. You yeah. can't just be. You can't be a captain. Well, it's his fault. Yeah, right. You can't be out that bitch, son. Even if it's not your You're fault, supposed you to go down with the Even, ship. I mean, tradition yeah. beyond tradition. Yeah. Your fucking fault. Right. It, it it hit a sandbar or whatever. Yeah. But what I I bring it up because of what you're saying, Mitch. There was a, uh, I think it was an American couple actually. Right. And they had saved up their their whole <laughs> life. <laughs> I we I get it. I get where that's going. Their whole life. (laughs) Yeah. And they went on this cruise. 
and uh and well, you know what it was missing, and, and they I missing had... and they finally like found the bodies and they were identified and they showed a picture of them and it's just this old man and woman just like smiling with each other like we gonna go on a you cruise someday you and like be bitch. with each other and they 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 were i think the only i don't know if they're the only americans that are not on the ship or not but they're the only americans i think maybe found but they like, just recently found the body but it was like they like they had saved up their yeah. whole life you know what it was? Their whole uh, life for that cruise. I was, I, here's what I'm saying. I was probably... Oh, and I was just saying all that shit while you're just looking at the shots of this I was, sideways I was probably 20. Submerged. I was probably 20 before I, uh, before I heard somebody say like, oh, so-and-so died and we were supposed to go to the river next week. Or some sort of plan they had in the future with that person. So that's, you know, look, as a, as a dumb kid, uh, I had a lot of dumb ideas and that was yeah. one of them. And and so, but I'm still paranoid to this day. That's why I always keep busy, make plans with people. Hey, you got that thing next I'm a, month, I'm a, so that people will be like, "Oh man, we got that thing next month." I I'm can't die. No. I'm, I'm invincible. I think I'm the exact opposite. Of you. <laughs> What's that? In the sense, you you won't make play. no plans. Oh, not that I don't make no plans, but like I know that those. Like, I mean, you, you got a plan the, here every goddamn make, Monday. You can make all the plans you want, but like it's irrelevant. Do you know what I mean? You like, want to make the universe you can laugh. Make, you can make plans if you want to, plans. but maybe the universe is already making plans to make your plans irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that I had. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It was like, on one side of the equation, <laughs> I know. playing basketball. Well, you got, like, listen, you got a very, very personal lesson in disproving my point. Had we talked <laughs> back then, you'd have been like, you want to know how I know you're wrong? And I've been like, oh, fuck, man, that just screws up my whole, I had this whole thing yeah, going. Right? I had this whole yeah. theory worked up. Uh, damn. <laughs> whole hypothesis I, and shit. I heard, uh, the, I read about that captain. He was trying to wave to a friend close to the shore. A friend who had this huge mansion on a bluff. Get the fuck out of here. And he could see, he could see the captain and he was like, Hey, I'm gonna bring the boat close enough Show so you can see me waving. What a fucking And he brought it bag. in so fucking close that he hit a sandbar, hit something. Killed this old and, couple. Dude. What a piece of shit. Killed these, killed these two people that had saved up their whole life to go on a cruise. Just because you wanted to show off to your fucking friend. Well, yeah. they went on the fucking cruise. <laughs> yeah, because they thought that the captain would be a fucking professional. It well, was the look, best cruise just, of their life. I mean, you know that. Do you son of a bitch. I mean, it, up until their life yeah, the ended, only cruise. the best cruise. Well, you, you know, listen. No uh, better than nobody, Richard. <laughs> up until that last point, they were probably having the time of their lives. <laughs> this is well worth saying, it. As far as making plans goes, they, they carried out the plan. We're going to no, go on a fucking horrible. cruise. They went on a Bro, cruise. That's it's not horrible. the plan, son. The plan was not step two, go on cruise, to step die. three. <laughs> I can die. That was not the plan, Mitch. Oh, I get that. It's, uh, that's, I'm so sorry. I mean, that's like, that's a, sh- that's like, that's one of those I mean, is that, there's nothing, go- I, there's nothing good to say about it. I, I mean, I, I don't know no, why no. I'm being put in a position where I have to say. Defend it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm ever the optimist. So we're you comedians know? and we Defend make, the captain. We, go. We say oh, no, I'm not doing things. that. No. I, I'm only, I'm only trying to look I on the bright side. Hey, at least they went on happened. that cruise. But he I can't deserves... believe that's what went down though. I can't believe he was really trying yeah. to fucking wave to a friend on shore. Something that like fucking a, like horrible. Like a straight up dick bag. Like you would Came think that, from a guy being a douchebag. Yeah. Like, like you, like, damn, son. Damn. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is it with people being just straight up dicks? Like, you were, like, I felt for a while we could be really <laughs> safe with our pilots and our captains being cool. But now you got this motherfucker on JetBlue coming out of the restroom all crazy. You got motherfuckers yeah. on cruise ships raving to their friends and mansions and shit. What the fuck is happening to yeah. all of our pilots and captains and chauffeurs and drivers, B? They, I can't <laughs> be going on no motherfucking vessels if I can't trust the motherfuckers in charge, son. <laughs> 
trying to. He was trying it's to. It's tourism season, B. He was trying to ghost ride the. the you can't ghost ride. Ghost the ride the ship. boat. We're gonna put ghost rides <laughs> the cruise ship on the. Ghost Ride the cruise ship is going on the board right now. He's <laughs> sitting off the it's side the, holding on the, the yeah. What's up? It's the equivalent of that. It's that stupidity yeah. showing off and like it, there's nothing, you know. He was taking he had the power to do it and he chose right. to put all these people's lives no. at risk. I'm sure he knew like he hey, we know. could hit a sandbar. He didn't like, think a fucking thing in a moment of his brain about that sandbar. He ain't give no fucks about that sandbar. If it was National Fucks Day, he could not have given a fuck <laughs> about the sandbar. Broke. Broke on give a fuck's day. Listen, just imagine, anybody right now in this room, okay, Riffopolis, you imagine yourself, okay, you cruise ship captain. You cruise ship ca- You driving a fucking cruise ship. Trying to, trying to show off as if it ain't enough. Okay, it's right. You're ship. you're balling out of control. Right? You're driving a cruise you wanted ship, a few? and and you know there had to be at least one comedian performing on that. <laughs> it's got to be a boat act. <laughs> you can't have a boat without a boat act. Yeah, at least a magician. Uh, it, that's not- the that's the only other thing that people will ask you to do a part is they find out you do it. Yeah, be magician and comedian. Anything else? Uh, uh, colonoscopy expert? No, nobody's thing, gonna right? have you looking Here's up the, the asshole thing. about being a show off. Okay, it's not like there's a bunch of fucking cruise ship captains in the world. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not like there's just a whole tribe of cruise ship fucking captains just out there cold chilling. You already an elite company. Do you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? You already up there in terms of people that we trust with our lives to ride in the fucking cruise ship, okay? So you ain't really got to brag about shit, okay? Just show your fucking ID badge that you used to get on that bitch and just go get laid like every other douchebag, okay? Yeah. You ain't got to wave at your friend at the fucking mansion and crash the fucking cruise ship because you got to show off. For who? For who? And then you going to jump off this bitch? If oh, you've they- got to jump off the bitch. <laughs> Your friends right there off the shore. You got to jump off. You got to be like, well, now I look like an asshole. I'm swimming to my friend Steve. Uh, Steve's going to have a beer yeah. and a blanket. I'm going Steve, to was wa- Steve was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Steve was watching and Steve was like, oh shit, we've made a huge mistake. Oh, this motherfucker ain't yeah. coming here. I is totally he? saw it, dude. Steve had a life raft and everything already pushed off waiting for you to row in. I got the paddles tucked in that bitch. Just come to me. I got passports on the ready, son. But you have to think, though, who would have stayed on the boat? Like, what fucking person? Where on my mansion do you see a dead boat storage sign? <laughs> because I see a dead boat, and I, I mean, don't see it would a be sign. like a fucking. It would be a, a mosh pit, you know. It'd be well, how quickly did it? I mean, that's one of those things. Like, I mean, yeah. Well, it went. How it went. Did it, it went fucking it went sideways. sideways. I mean, you didn't have no time. You got no time. If the shit, if the shit capsizes like Titanic, I mean, you know, it'll, it'll take a good twenty minutes. But boat, if you fucking flip and you're on the side, uh, the le- and you, got, you got like this. Yeah, so you got like ten minutes. It's not like water. There, it's like you're hitting ground. So it's like right. uh, there's an abrupt like trap. People are hitting their heads. People are breaking their arms. Like. It's yeah. There's it, it's that, if that shit goes inside though. It's like it's gonna to fill die. up with water so quickly, right. it'll just sink to shit. And why? Because you had to wave. You had to wave to somebody. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like one of those things that disgusts me about humanity. Where it's like you can't just be confident enough in the fact that you could sit in the chair of a cruise ship that you're the captain of, and you can't just have a fucking moment to yourself. Where you're like, 
Yeah, that's right. I'm captain of a cruise ship. And hey, but you know, you wait. know what? I got a friend that lives up there. Let me send him a text message. Hey, motherfucker, look at me. I'm in the boat right there. You <laughs> see, see that, that boat, boat just over that's the horizon? Me. That's, that's me. That's me. Wave to the boat. I'm waving at you. I'm not going to actually wave to you from the boat because I'm a professional. Right. And motherfuckers might die. Lives are at risk. do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what about... What How can you tell who's saying and who didn't say? What about the fucking... There had to be a vice, like a, a captain, a second in command. Second in command, yeah. And he, you know, he could... First like, mate? Is that what it is? I, there had to be... It used to be. I mean... There who, had to be who? someone else in there that was like... uh Like, all we know of ship terms is like what we see in movies. So we're probably way off. Mate? But, you know... <laughs> Oh, hello. And then they went, I I cat mama every, first rip no, every time, everybody who knows maritime slang, <laughs> I need all my maritime lexicon verbologists to step forward, please. Riffopolis, Riffopolis, step forward, please. I, I do believe either co-captain or first mate. Well, I think first mate's like, like cleans up the ship and shit. Oh, I, yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But first mate, second I feel like you there's gotta be a co, co-pilot, co-pilot of some pilot? sort of, yeah, co-boater, co-boater. Dude that's responsible for saving the ship. <laughs> The dude who says, the "Hey, second guy we don't out. really need a wave at Steve right now." I, <laughs> that that uh, motherfucker that doesn't wave <laughs> is what it does he does he get, have to wave? Do they wave? Everyone? I don't think they. I don't think they are supposed to wave. Look, I don't know. I'm just. But that's so fucked, man. I didn't realize that's what happened, bro. I mean, I feel like I had to look this up, but it, I wouldn't even know. Damn, it makes son. him. It makes you feel like he does deserve to go to jail. I mean, he does, though. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that is direct negligence. That is criminal. If that if that is not criminal negligence, then nobody deserves to go he, to jail. The for only reason it happened is because it, he was in power, right? Like power. You know? I mean, you got like, sole responsibility. We don't have like six captains on the ship. You know what I mean? This is like one dude. It's like if you're a teacher and a fucking fight breaks out in your classroom and somebody gets. You know, like beaten to oh, death. Oh, oh, it actually gets better. Oh no! So you want to the the lifeboat he went away in? Oh, he went in the lifeboats. Is this wiki? Yeah, no, no. This is ABC News. He really getting the this lifeboat? is this is official story. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole thing. Like he got away safely because he got in the lifeboat. <laughs> Here's, it's like that Seinfeld. Episode. Tell me, <laughs> yeah, tell me this. Tell me this doesn't sound like the biggest load of horseshit. I can't even believe this. These words came out of a human's mouth without everybody just going. Did he think he thought about this before he said this? It. Is you oh, ready yeah. for you ready for this explanation? Days of thinking about it. I'm gonna have to turn down Teddy's mic because he's gonna pop. Uh, no, why go? No, 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 <laughs> just a little bit, just a teensy. I just I don't want pop in my ears. Drink a beer right now, just prepare for this. I was helping some passengers put the lifeboat to sea. At a certain point, the mechanism for lowering it blocked. We had to force it. Suddenly, the system unblocked itself, and I tripped, and I found myself inside the lifeboat with a number of passengers. Wow. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. I'm sorry. The old, no. I tripped. Hey, the old, Come on, I tripped. Holy fucking I, shit. Did I tell you man, he was going to pop? What? Did you hear about six pops hey, just now? Hey, fuck, first of all, fuck you and your predictive ability. <laughs> Second of all... You gonna tell what he tripped in the lifeboat? Wow. Can you read it again? Can we just hear right, it again? Please, right. can I hear one more time? Right, please, can I right, read it one more time? Right. One more time? <clears throat> Uh, I had no intention of escaping. I was helping some passengers put the lifeboat to sea. At a certain point, the mechanism for lowering it, well, it blocked. We had to force it. Suddenly, the system unblocked itself, and I tripped, and I found myself inside the... I love the... I found myself. I tripped from a cruise ship. You tripped and found yourself? No. No. Uh Uh-uh. 
That's way too hot to be tripping and finding yourself. Lifeboat systems don't suddenly unblock themselves. Do you know what I mean? That sentence is the most improbable thing I ever heard in my life. Suddenly, the system unlocked itself, and I found myself in a lifeboat that was leaving a cruise ship that was about to be turned sideways and drown a whole bunch of people. Do you know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. Do you know what that shit is like? That shit is like George Zimmerman. He was like, I'm sorry that you lost your son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, you know, motherfucker, ain't nobody lose their Son. Oh, it's oh, not a oh wait, wait! You, sh- you Teddy. murdered you him. I gotta turn it on again, real quick. Damn Teddy- it! Don't you keep saying no shit, Mitch. I, 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 I. Okay, so we can all, we can <laughs> Anger. all, we can all safely agree. This is, this is this guy. This guy rules. Is Samantha. still the captain? Listen, yeah. I just want to say, what do you do, Richard? As far as as what far as do? semantics go, you brought this up. This is your fault. No, this is good. As far as <laughs> as far as semantics go, this guy is a master of semantics. Okay. <laughs> Ready for this? No. I can't even say this is a straight no, face. I'm not ready for this at all. <clears throat> I didn't abandon my ship. Oh, motherfucker! Hold on. There's a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no. There's a dot, dot, dot. This is this is so good. If with he semantics. says my ship abandoned me, I'm burning this whole. He parachuted. I didn't. I'm burning ab- this whole motherfucker's out I, of the ground. I didn't abandon any ship because the ship turned on its side quickly and we were catapulted into the water. So, so I didn't abandon the ship because because the ship. You know, it was on its side. It so like, how can you abandon a ship that's already catapulted into the water? Fault. I didn't yeah. abandon the ship. It I, was like a double dare mess up. I, I can just see Teddy's face just like going into this this other world of like, right? I didn't abandon. It. That is sort of wait, it abandoned wait, me. No, hold, no. <laughs> but that's what I was, wait, like what? What did he say again? Uh, I didn't abandon any ship because the ship turned on its side. When quickly. I crashed it, when I crashed the motherfucking ship that I was the captain of, which then turned on its side from me crashing it. Um, is he saying he was catapulted authority, into the port authority? Were, uh, yeah, the, the, after I crashed the ship, the ship. Hey, you can't blame me for the ship shooting me off the ship after I crashed the ship I and everybody flew fell into off. a lifeboat. Well, Listen, here's here's a, the, the, I flew out the, the windshield too. The accident is not my fault. The official, the official recording, the official recording, official recording on the ship has the port authority screaming and yelling at him and cursing at him, and it says that the port authority of official. Course. Port Authority official repeatedly berated Shatino for not going back to the ship to coordinate rescue efforts, and at one point ordered Shatino to get on board for fuck's sake. Yes, thank you. Wow. That sounds about what I would be if I was a fucking Port Authority. Dude, for fuck's I would sake, have him in go instantly. on the ship. You're the captain. For fuck's sake. If that's he, what he wasn't helping, to. he'd be in handcuffs instantly. That's what I'd be uh, the na- the the guy with the you know the buddy with the mansion says that so he's actually he's he's kind of a hero he saved oh, yeah, over yeah. four thousand people uh, that's right. why we feel the need to strongly reject any attempt to delegitimize him and ask you to understand his tragedy and personal trauma wait 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 hold on a second who say four thousand people uh that's what they're that's what that's the captain say four thousand people that, that's that's what his neighbor did the guy the you mean mansion? the dude who caused the accident. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Steve. The other half. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Steve says that. Uh, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this would be like if I was like, if I had a friend who was a pilot, do you know what I mean? And I had like a jetpack. And I just like was flying around. And I was like, hey, that's the plane my friend is flying. I'm just going to go fly my jetpack and just shoot a laser pointer in his eyes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and we were just like waving at each other. And I shot a laser pointer at him. And the plane went down. And I'd be like, well, you know, like. He still saved half the plane, everybody. Like, right. this is back to fuck off. And All right, like, here's, here's part of the recording, uh, the transcript. 
captain, uh, the captain of a cru- capsized cruise ship, made repeated excuses as an Italian Coast Guard officially repeated ordered him back on the vessel, potentially still packed with thousands of frightened passengers and a crew. Captain Francesco Chettino can be heard on the, te- uh, the recorded telephone conversation with Italian Coast Guard Captain Gregorio Di Falco telling the official he does not want to return to the ship despite ongoing evacuations after struck a rock. I don't want to go to the ship. The uh, DeFalco says, uh, tell me if there are any children, women, and what kind of help they need. And you tell me the number of these each in in each of these categories. Is that clear? Look, Shatino, perhaps you have saved yourself from the sea, but I will make you look very bad. I will make you pay for this. Shatino replied, Captain, please. (laughs) DeFalco, Captain, please. Captain, DeFalco replied, there's no please about it. Go back on board. Assure me you are going back on board. Shatino replied, I'm in the lifeboat under the ship. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm here. So that's. Wow. Uh, Did any kids die? Look, I, mean, I don't. I mean, they. Ha- I mean, damn son. It. it I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's. Uh, Yo, that's even worse. I. I am here. Actually, I'm yeah. in the lifeboat. I'm ready to leave. I'm gonna need the number of here. people on the board. Well, I'm here. I just want that. Can we put that on the record? I'm, oh, you need. You need. A, you need a number. Everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody uh, not in the lifeboat. Yeah. Ah, uh, good times. I can't believe that shit got worse. <laughs> I knew I, I knew I it, gonna, it always I mean, gets worse. It always gets you worse. You know, it's it's exciting, uh, uh, Richard, having that you've never met Teddy. So it's exciting that you were here for one of uh, Teddy's uh, fun moments of exasperation <laughs> like this. Uh, it, I mean, it happens every show, but it's still, it's always fun to see. What? It, hey, I can't believe that motherfucker said that. <laughs> This will be. This will be. What was that quote again? Can be, we just say another quote? I already closed Damn, everything. Damn, son, I can't believe that motherfucker said he's. Obvious. He'll probably. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't abandon the ship because the. What the, the I didn't was. abandon any ship because the, the ship turned on its side and sort of threw him off. So you know, you know that it crash him. that was my fault that caused everything to happen. That wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Do you think he'll? Must have been somebody else. Do you think he'll actually do any serious time? I he's think, under house arrest right it, now. It, I think if it was any country. Uh, uh, it's, since it's any country but America, he'll actually do that. Yeah, I do too. I think Italy will actually uh, do things to him. Berscalini, they finally got him out of the out of office in there. You know, I mean, yeah. It, if it was in America, that he would be like, uh, we would pay him. Actually, you know what I kind of love he about would the whole Berscalini able to thing. Run for office. <laughs> was I remember like women's magazines that talked about Berscalini, like the way he lavished his wife on her birthday and stuff, like the certain things that they did, That's and all the women were like, "How romantic!" And it was like. Really? That's <laughs> really. I mean, already you look what? bad enough for wanting him diamonds. and his bunga bunga. Like in in 2012, if you're a chick and you want a diamond, <laughs> you already was like you bunga already bunga. look bad enough. You're gonna make it worse by being like, you know that dictator. Yeah. Oh, to be the wife. And it's like, <laughs> really, you're not doing any favors for yourselves. Like, don't don't go in the magazines and on Oprah and talk about. Uh, yeah. Not. And then he got me a diamond. Only 14 people died to make this. Yeah, right. He must really love me. <sighs> that's another reason I don't have a girlfriend, because if the diamond conversation comes up, I'll be like, nope, that's not me. I will never buy one of those. So, cool. Do you what think you? if that happened in America, the boat thing, he would be like a Zimmerman right now? Like everyone would hate him because... It's it going was- to go both ways, because you're... Gonna, you're, you're Fair and balanced, right? Whatever thing yeah. like that. I wish that more new networks would would adopt NPR's new strategy of like not everything needs to be fair and balanced. You know what I mean? Uh, a rock isn't also a sponge. So if you are you reporting on a rock and somebody goes, eh, "It's a sponge," 
let's hear the other side of this sponge story. Like, you don't, we don't need another side to that. You know what I mean? A rock is a fucking rock. Um, yeah. So, uh, in the fair and balanced reporting, uh, yeah, really, I guess it greatly depends. If the captain was, say, uh, a big contributor to Republican campaigns, Fox News would be like, listen, let's not ignore that the ship abandoned him. All right. I, guess, I guess it's one of those things, too, where it's like, uh, I think we've also got to reach a place as a, as a culture and a society in this country where we're comfortable having a conversation about uh, legitimate news organizations and then Fox News. You know what I mean? Because when people talk about news coverage, someone wants to bring in Fox News to the conversation and we need to draw a hard line and say, no, that is an explicit propaganda outlet. We're not talking about them. Right. We're talking about news organizations yeah so if we were talking about propaganda outlets and we wanted to talk about the pravada of the potomac we could talk about things like fox news right, you know right. but we're not talking about that right we're talking about correcting <laughs> institutions like abc news and nbc news and fucking cnn and things like that so i feel like it's one of those disparities where it's like we want to talk about actual news coverage of how an event like the cruise ship would go we could look no further than something like balloon boy where CNN was like, what? If he had fallen 600 feet from the sky, would he be alive right now? Yeah. They're like, no, he'd be dead. Like, he'd be, probably be dead. Like, he would be dead. What kind yeah. of question is that? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the fucking worst. We would right, be very right. superficial, yeah. vapid coverage. You know, we wouldn't have any sort of, it would not, it would not lead to some sort of conversation about, uh, regulatory, uh, functionality for cruise ships and, you know, making sure that the port authority had, uh, you know, actual, you know, like teeth that they could sink themselves into in terms of making sure that cruise ships could abide by whatever regulations. We wouldn't lead off into any sort of jumping off point in terms of making sure that our ocean waters were safer. It would just be a bunch of vapid bullshit from Wolf Blitzer talking to passengers who had, you know, survived and then right. the, the sappy story about the tragic you know, couple that had saved up their whole lives to do it. Right, and then, like, oh, right. by the way, America's cruise ships are a dying uh, industry and all the vessels are at liberty of sinking anytime. And now, after this, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are dating. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's what would happen. Right, right, right. I feel right. like. Probably if it was right. Fox News, it would be like, did Obama once have investors <laughs> that had the cruise ship with full of communists? You know what I'm saying? It'd be some dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So just, yeah. I just like, do I you wrestle. ever watch Fox News? I, I do. I did actually watch a little bit of Megyn Kelly's America in, in today. In Teddy's defense, he gets in bed with the enemy and, and, I, no, and lifts I watch up the it. sheets to look at the dick and goes, <laughs> man, that shit's gross. And then he'll come back to report about it on Facebook. <laughs> Dude, I, no, it's do, the same I thing. Do. I watch it to like... It, um, it's like you gotta know the opposition. It, yeah, it's kind of like, whoa! No, can I? Can, can you really believe there? It, it's like that. Like they're yeah. just blatantly. Like, it, you can though. I mean, I guess that's one of those things where, like, I, I, I feel like I expose myself to it so much that you become numb, and there are no surprises anymore, and it's just routine, which is almost like the the exact opposite of what you're you're trying to. Uh, not necessarily induce, but what you're hoping happens to people when you're you're hoping that people see it and they're aghast and they're like, my God, there's so much more terrible and corrupt than I would have ever thought. You hope that they have this extreme reaction that's like the opposite of you being like just another day at the office. You know what yeah. I mean? Like grifters gonna grift, you know, that kind of thing. So I, th I think for someone who definitely exposes myself a lot to the inner workings of the other side, it's weird to then bring that information over. And see how things that I am just very, just 
you know, I, I'm just, I, I, it's, I, I, they don't phase me anymore, you know, and you tell it to somebody and they're like shocked and horrified to hear that something like that exists in the world. And you're like, but that's been happening for like fucking ever. Yeah. You've been like, I, you've been old. You're like two times as old as I am. Like, how can you not know this yeah. kind of thing, you know? Right, and right, you're just like, right. it's one of those times when like, it's, you, you well, get, I mean, you get how cynicism is a very effective tool, you know, because like someone who busts their ass to bring things to the daylight brings it out to the daylight and everyone just either like, Shrug the shoulder and like, well, it's all fucked. Who cares? Or they're like, oh my god, that's so much worse than I thought. What can we? Like, we can't possibly ever change it. And then you're just like, well, fuck, man. Like, no wonder these assholes win all the time yeah. because you guys just fucking. Well, I mean, make it, it easy. It's, the thing is, like, is, is like, is, is our uh, our memory so short that we don't remember that a scant few years ago, Fox News would just fucking lick up anything that the Bush Co would shit on the floor. And now suddenly they're they're skeptical on government, and you're like, right? You you were like up their ass yeah. for eight fucking years. Like gas, anything they the gas anything prices they are said, the best example. Like, we're like, yeah, we're exactly. Like, well, let's let's slow down with all this gas. The price Middle East is out of control. Oh, hey. We got to watch out for those brown well, they, towel they heads. We're like, the president can't do anything when it comes to gas prices. And now three years later, they're like, fucking gas prices. Let's get this brown guy out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, hold, like, what the fuck, everyone? But it's one of those just like blatantly like unknown, like fuck you, kind of. Right, like everyone gonna, knows it. Well, but, yeah. Well, no, because that's the thing is, I was reading a, I was reading a thing recently. I don't know where it was. It was a respected newspaper, as it were, and um, it was a report where they had done a, um, a survey of like a hundred economists or whatever it was. I want to say it was New York Times, maybe, but it was like a survey of like a hundred something economists, and they asked them all point blank questions about these various things, trying to see like what do economists agree on, and they. All agreed that regardless of what happens in the White House, it has almost zero effect on the price of gas. Right, like that. That shit's been that way yeah, out of our hands. Right. So like, so they all agree on this, and they all agree on that, and they all agree on so, and they they all agreed that universal health care was a net gain despite uh, prices uh, prices and stuff like that, and taxes and whatever have you, a net good for America. You know what I mean? And it is one of those things where it's like, okay, so where, what is your, what is your counter argument to that anyway? You know, cause, cause the counter argument is like, they're all a, liberals, economists and they're fucking will agree. fascists and they're commies. It's and bad for the economy. It's bad. That's it. It's like, uh, that's it. That's what you do. You impugn character all the time. It's like, oh, yeah. they're fucking fascist. It's the thing where like, it used to be that you couldn't fucking disagree with the generals or you were fucking I think traitors. Mike has turned around, by the way. No, it's, it's here. You good? Yeah, right. now it's like you couldn't fucking disagree beautiful. with the generals. You know what I mean? Like it was a few years ago where like to disagree with the military and the generals and the fucking advice on the ground was the most blasphemous hearsay thing oh, yeah. that you could do. 9/11. And now you've got Paul Ryan going around saying that the the chiefs of staff are liars for saying that the Obama administration's budget is like that has all these defense cuts that the budget like you know, the cuts to the defense budget is, is two thumbs up. They agree with those cuts. And he's like, no, they're liars. That's not what they really think. And like that shit was literally treasonous in the Fox News world as of three, four years ago. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. So and and not only in Fox News, but then ABC News and NBC and CNN and MSNBC would all get behind. Like, is it treason? Is it treason to fucking say this? And they'd bring on all the operatives and we would debate whether or not it was treason to disagree with the generals. And now Paul Ryan can run around calling out the generals as liars and no one gives a shit. 
And why is that? The only reason that is is because it has to be. It's okay if you're a Republican. I think that's the, the I only. Think, I think reason right off the bat that it has to happen. To to me, the 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 one of the the worst. Uh, I don't want to say inventions, but changes in the modern era era that that's been overwhelmingly detrimental is the fucking twenty four hour news networks. So that's the worst idea and long sad history of bad ideas for TV. Like I'd rather. 23 hours of reality shows and one hour of news. Wait, what's because wrong they, with 24 hours? When you have 24-hour news, everything needs to be, let's get some people in here to talk about this fucking minor thing that nobody gives a shit about. Let's pick apart this minor issue. Let's give airtime to, you know, anti-abortionists. Let's give airtime to people that only have a bone to pick and have no scientific knowledge whatsoever. Let's, let's give airtime to people who really just want to nitpick whatever Obama's doing because we don't like those black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's, frankly, let's give the Klan airtime, but they just wouldn't let them go on there with their hoods because that's a little too obvious, but frankly, they fucking would. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, I remember when Obama uh, was running for president just a, a few months before uh, the actual election, uh, there was, there was a newspaper or, I, want, I don't think it was the New York Times. It was some. It was a rarely, relatively prominent newspaper uh, that did interview the Klan about like Obama and McCain and whatever have you. And hilariously, they didn't like McCain. They were <laughs> they would vote for Obama. And what was interesting about that is they were like, it's not that we hate black people. It's that we want black people to stay in black circles. So they liked Obama. Fine, thank you. <laughs> Wow. They, they two, liked Obama. Two beers. I fucking hated the first one, but whatever. It, it's getting me drunk. So, but the second one is going to be delicious. That's what I'm hoping. I've never had two beers in a row like this. But um, uh, so it was. Uh, uh, they were like, "Well, he married a black girl." Like, they, their whole thing was like, a lot of times black people get prominent and they get some money, so they marry a white girl oh, just to rub it in your face. But Obama sticks <laughs> to his I, own, so, so they liked Obama, I and I thought, like, so how hilarious. But anyway, that's that's the kind of thing when you have twenty four hour news but and worldwide. Good. I think connected. that's a good thing. I mean, as ignorant as that is, I actually don't mind that. It's America. <laughs> I don't mind that particular viewpoint. I guess what I'm saying is that I think I when do. you've got twenty four hour news. I'm just, People will well, make a scandal or like a I, big event out of out of little things. But do please oh, go ahead. Please. I mean, just being on the news. Let's probably wrap up here. So yeah, think a yeah. Bit, just we'll being on the news doesn't shit. mean it's like important. They, you're like you're saying, there's 24 hours. They're just trying to fill space, fill time. But like, I I like the idea of everyone being able to talk. No matter how fucking stupid they are, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with that. I That's think fair. the difference. I think the difference is uh, in terms of how it's represented to the citizenry at large. So, to the idea, I think what Mitch is saying, it's it's a, if you take an organization like CNN, which is you know used to be the most trusted name in news, or whatever, right? They're, whatever they're. That's what I on. always think of. Right. Like, so if you take CNN for example, you look CNN, at the front page and it's just and, it's it's so much horseshit. Right. CNN <laughs> CNN always tries to present itself as this international news powerhouse. If you have a oh, wait, breaking wait, story of Sorry. some kind, go ahead. Uh, just CNN front page, right? Just as a perfect <laughs> example, I just pull it up. DNA tells tales of Manson family is their top news story. 
And uh, Manson, Manson just failed his final parole right, uh, right. hearing, which he didn't even attend because he knows he's never getting out. Right. Like, why are we? Why is that in your so, front page of your great. fucking newspaper? So, if, if you take a CNN for example, and you know most most trusted name in news, and they want to be this this groundbreaking news organization, and if you you know they have the whole I report thing, you know you're supposed to send in information Ooh, to them. Interestingly, the side news story on the left was nice. Uh, John Edwards could face up to 30 years in prison if convicted of all That's six felony nice. and no misdemeanor court counts. No one gives a shit about John. About what? what? It's, it's for the fact that he he you broke know, law to hide a mistress. He had his mistress, and there was the laws, and you know, I don't know. Else. I don't He'll know probably do thirty. Unlike any Republican who has actually had a fucking uh, affair and crime and <laughs> yeah, cover up, exactly. John Edwards will actually do time. No one gives a shit about someone like John Vitter from Louisiana who had prostitutes. I digress. My point is that if you take an organization like CNN. Uh, they will be able to get away with this facade of we're a serious news organization. Come to us. We trust us for as a news source. But everything that they present is not news. It's infotainment. You know what I mean? And that's what you're talking yeah. about, which is like, yeah, sure. Everyone should get the crack at the microphone. You know, like, yeah, it's we should exist in a society where if people want to give Kim Kardashian and her sisters a bunch of reality shows and pay for that shit to be on air, then like, all right, fine. There's a market for that. Whatever, we can judge them accordingly if there is a market for it, but the balance of those two things exists. It was like if we have a, a bunch of crackpots, we want to get on a 24-hour news cycle and spot off crackpot things, We should, they should be able to do that, and then we should be able to then accordingly judge and categorize I mean, their have organizations. You, have you ever, either of you ever seen Network? Yes, it's an amazing movie. Yeah, the the I'm Howard mad Bill. as hell and I'm not right. gonna take it anymore. That's yeah. where that quote comes from. Oh right, but it's it's, it's, it's but it's the idea that 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 movie is effectively about it's what would happen it, with 24 hour news if if left unchecked. If if, yeah. if anybody could just bring up any well, crap, it's, well, it's, gonna give this it's guy what air we're time. At, though. I mean, it's yeah. where we're at though because it, it's one of those things where if you're an organization like CNN and you you take someone like Andrew Breitbart who just died recently, you can't have one of your anchors, who is supposed to be one of your franchise anchors, and Anderson Cooper, uh, file a report that you know that thoroughly and accurately uh, lists Andrew Breitbart as a liar and depicts all the lies that he has spouted in recent times, and then turn around and invite him on as a guest to appear a few hours later within the same day or the next day. You don't have any credibility as a news organization anymore. As an infotainment organization who's just interested in putting clowns up to the microphone, you got all the credibility in the world. But as an actual source of news to figure out what the fuck is happening in the world and how I should proceed accordingly, I cannot invest any faith or trust in you. Because what kind of reputable organization is going to say on one page, this guy's a fucking liar. And then on the next page, well, read what this liar has to say. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Like, it's at one point, you either like, you either like, well, read what this liar has to say, but he's a liar. But they don't do that when they put him on again. They're like, well, I just, where do you get your news from? Uh, I go from a lot of, uh, I, pretty much all online. Uh, I'll be honest blogs, with you. Daily uh, show. I swear yeah, to, I don't yeah. like, it sounds like weird. No, 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 no it's not no, weird. It doesn't. Yeah, it it doesn't. I did an internship with the Daily it, Show, so I don't think it's weird at all. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It's. Dude, I mean, it's it, like they how... research their shit. Yeah, that, that's the problem. Is like somebody who's anti the Daily Show, which would have to just be somebody who loves Fox News. Exactly. Might might say disparaging remarks, but they do their fucking research. There's satire 
and they certainly make fun of the shit, but how could you not? Exactly. It's I mean, like, I, I mean, like it given to me real. Yeah. Where right. it's like, how, look at these fucking clowns. Yeah. Which is what, that's all they're doing. With The Daily Show in particular, it's one of those things where I remember I had an assignment to do a run a long time ago, uh, where they were, you know, it was, uh, I forget what the segment was exactly, but it was right before we were going to go on air and they were saying, we need a clip uh, from Fahrenheit 9-11 with Donna Rumsfeld shaking Saddam Hussein's hand. You know, it's there's a scene that Michael Moore pulls for Fahrenheit 9-11, and they wanted that for whatever clip. So I had to go run to the DVD store that we always got stuff from we had an account with and then grab the DVD and then hustle back on the train and then queue it up in the DVD player, write down the time code and take it down to them so they could pull it out or whatever. And then it was they ended up in the show. But, I mean, that's the kind of thoroughness that exists there. You know, that's the kind of truth to power that doesn't exist at an organization like CNN, because all the people that work in CNN go to cocktail parties with Donald Rumsfeld yeah. and Donald Rumsfeld's aides and right. Donald Rumsfeld's staff. So they don't have any reason to be critical of them because they are their friends. And no one wants to really be critical of their friends because that's who they get their stories from and their access from. You yeah. have a whole network of people protecting their friends and they don't give a shit about the rest of us because no one wants to file a negative news report about the person they're supposed to meet up with at happy hour yeah, right, or go right. to a dinner party with the next day. Yeah, you're at a fucking party with them. They're not right. going to narc on their friend. No, not at all. It's basically when you watch cable news today, you're watching millionaires talk about their other millionaire friends, essentially. Yeah. That's all it is. And that even goes to members of Congress, which is why it's so infuriating. I mean, to watch, you know, I well, mean, look, Congress uh, has such low approvals, the House of Representatives in particular. But well, that's why they have such low approvals, because anytime you, you see them appear, you're basically watching millionaires talk to the millionaires. You yeah. know, if you look at the net worth of Congress now versus where it's been in other parts of the history, it's, it's, I think it's, I, it's I will say on the, on the, on the flip side, just to end this on a positive note, uh, yeah, we should uh, do that. uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> bonus time. 9 11, 9 11. No, no. You're going to take bonus time. The, the greatest job. thing, the greatest, the greatest <laughs> tool we have as, as a people and really the greatest, uh, um, weapon if you will and the greatest fear of those in power is the internet machetes and it's it's <laughs> it's an awesome thing in insofar as like for instance when we do this podcast we can literally say whatever we want at no point is a guy going to come in here and be like hey we can't say that on the air we don't right. know that. nobody's gonna say that yeah we don't know that we've said many things on this show <laughs> and it's only a matter of time um <laughs> There's nothing preventing that. Anyway, <laughs> so so point. it's it's nice that you can you can go on and, and and for better or worse you can literally spout whatever you want on the internet. Um, but but having a populace that is constantly connected at all times and it's interesting uh, when I've spoken to people in different countries or different parts of the or of this country and things like that and getting different view, viewpoints that I otherwise wouldn't. That's never happened before in history. You'd have to write a letter and wave the fucking guy yeah. to ride it on the horse or whatever the fuck. And um, it, that's a that's a great thing. So so insofar as you know, Fox News is a piece of shit, and Twenty Four Hour News seems like a really bad idea because they just want to fill airtime with you know fluff and whatever have you. People are overwhelmingly escaping uh, mainstream media from all aspects, from from, from TV, from radio, whatever have you, and just going listen. I'm going to block out all your horse shit. I'm going to DVR the things I like. I'm going to look up on the internet the things I want to read. I'm going to ignore all the dumb shit that I don't want to deal with. Right. And that, that's, that's a, that's the great thing that we have to wonder about. And, and, and very quickly, uh, another one of, uh, when I, when I, like, things are getting better kind of thing is like, uh, I, I hate to leave people on like a doom and gloom kind of, well, I'll bring uh, it up. I'll pick it up for you. Don't worry about it. Uh, 
what you need to realize are things like, for instance, the the Italian cruise ship captain or uh, 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 oh my god, it's killing me. I can't remember his name right now. Trayvon Martin, for instance, case. Uh, and I can't remember who said it, but it was it was something a, a scandal many years ago. Um, it was a, a similarly a black kid shot, and and I want to even say it was Morgan Freeman said it, it was like uh, they're fucking reporting it, which is a which is a worlds away from where we right. were. Right. And yeah. it's terrible what happened, and that's right. terrible tragedy. But but the the bright side of either of these tragedies or any tragedy is that it gets reported, and there is outrage, and there is shock. There are people going like. This is not how we treat humans, and that's uh, the thing you kind of need to take away, that things are getting better. We are getting more civilized. We are getting closer to a sort of universal morality and uh, a world culture. So that's that's a beneficial thing and uh, and awesome for this podcast as well. Uh, Richard, real quick, what do you have uh, coming up? What do you want to plug? Um Website. You got a Richard Bain... Mr. Richard Bain on YouTube, tons of videos, always updating. I have is uh, that Mr. Richard Bain or Mr. Richard? Yeah, Bain? Mr. Richard okay. Bain. I just didn't know who it was yeah. spelled out. Okay. No, yeah, I didn't ever thought about it like that. But so we do uh, here. Yeah. Also, I do videos with a group of guys. We're called Decision Makers Penthouse, and you can find them under the name Bobby Hacker. Best fucking shit, you know. It's really good. Also on YouTube. Also on YouTube. Um, you got a Twitter. Dick Bain. Dick Bain. Dick Bain. Matalo, Matalo, It's my real name. Dick like Bain. That. that sounds like some fucking. It's it's all it sounds 80s, like it's like, like diehard villain. Yeah, yeah. I. Oh, it's the worst name. Dick Bain. Dick. I think Richard Bain sounds like. I mean, look, you're either going to be a stand-up comedian or a serial killer with a name like Richard Bain. I mean, you <laughs> the know, what third I'm saying? makes a fair Such point. A Richard Bain. Richard Bain the third. You're a serial killer. Yeah, I think it's what it is. I'm Richard. the third. So, but thank you for having me on. Anything on the Facebook? Are you? Uh, yeah, on Facebook, Richard Bain, and uh, always writing jokes on Twitter. My Twitter's where it's at. Good stuff. Well, I'm going to try this. Richard. Oh, yeah. Wrong one. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Teddy. <laughs> oh, this is what I was looking <laughs> that's, for. That's what you're looking for. Go ahead. Uh, Richard Bain. See? <laughs> Works out that way. Yeah. Richard yeah, Bain. Satan. Yeah, that's good. Richard Bain. That's good. Richard Bain, come do my bidding. That's appreciated. All right. He appreciates that, I'm sure. I listen to that. Uh, Teddy, what you got? Oh, uh, man, you know, just in these streets. Uh, <laughs> running them. Running them. Yeah. As always. Um, I do want to tell people that uh, we are moving to a new studio, which is to say I'm moving to a new apartment. But it, the apartment will have its own actual permanent studio for Straight Riven, and I'm super goddamn excited about that, which means we may not have an episode next week uh, because I'm not sure how much moving I will get done this week uh and i don't know if i'll have everything set up over there so i'm gonna try but no guarantees and i apologize in advance uh we'll put up some bonus of something or other uh if we don't have a, a an actual live show cool all right we out busy
Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck off, bitches.